Will you yeah. post on your Instagram? I'd love to yeah. believe that Adam was selling it out of the human being. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> We're live right now. <laughs> Wait, he, dude, Megan, Megan works right next to a human being. Yeah. I saw, like, the thing. I was like, that's a fucking weird name for a coffee place right here. Uh-huh. It is a little bit. Where would I find this podcast? I'll plug it, too. Uh, so, right now it's on Lil Ghost Ari on Twitch. And, oh, um, yeah, live streaming on Twitch. Twitch stream. And, um, yeah, Zephyr has all the links. Twitch stream. Who have I sent the Twitch stream to recently? Uh, Adam? You go to my website. So go to my Instagram. Oh, I sent it to myself. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I didn't send it to myself. Yeah, just go to my uh, <coughs> Instagram and then click on the link. Okay. And then that will take you to the <coughs> website. And then from the website, you can find the Twitch link. What is up, Twitch? How's everybody doing tonight? Yo, 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 yo! Yo, 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 yo. What up, Twitch? Do you want anything to drink? I have also vodka, vodka and, yeah, and soda. These long drinks actually kind of slap, so dude. Yeah, these <laughs> vodka ones are nice. The girls in the house were always drinking on them, and I didn't know. Speak closer into the mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Long drinks are pretty good. Yeah. Anytime you want to spike, just like grab the mic and then yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they're nice and these Both have hands, like please. yeah. Yeah, make sure you up and down too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I can't find it. Where the fuck did I last? I just recently saw it. you have like seven Instagrams. <laughs> are you that Little guy? Little ghost Ari. It's the only one I use, bro. Not the far one. That's right. Dude, I used to love Instagram so much back in the day. Yeah. I was on it all the time. I had It just has FFH. And then one day I just was like, fuck it, I'm deleting it. Sport like sports pictures mostly, you know, like pictures of me competing and whatnot. What what did you compete at? Wrestling. I or like Oh that was my jiu jitsu. So I really yeah, I do some wrestling with jujitsu, yeah. Yeah. Jiu jitsu is so go to on the website, that shit's a whole other beast, man. <laughs> I get in a room. About oh, so go here. Do yeah, so like my buddy Jake, his sister's husband is like semi-pro jujitsu. It's like really? yeah, it's so still he does loading that shit all the time. Uh, kind of like he loses shit. Uh, a lot, okay. you know. So he doesn't like. He'll like wait, he used to wrestle at Boise State, but I'll go wrestle Streamers. or roll around at these gyms. Yeah, they cut the wrestling program though, which is. Actually, my buddy Jake, the only reason I know him... There are too many boys sports teams or something? Yeah, so they cut... No way! Oh Literally, yeah. God. So they cut wrestling, and they Dude, cut, they cut God, the team in the locker room recently. when they won their Pac-12 championship or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you get to the streamers, in the locker room, they told them, like, yeah, and then it's done. just going to have and one, and then right? don't click so it, just hold Cody, it down. So Cody, the guy who's married to Jake's sister, that was his senior year. Jake was like a... Or something, and so he came to the school I came to, and that's how we became friends. Is because like he was done to the Boise State and went to fucking Nebraska, you know. <laughs> so he wrestled at Boise State. Did yeah. I miss that? That's yeah. is that's a big deal, right? Yeah, dude. Boise's it's, big. Yeah, it's huge. And like from my perspective, being like D two school, like right off the rip and everything. D two is big too. Yeah, you that's know, it's not like not either. bad, but yeah. like you know, school like Boise State, I was like, fuck with the blue field, you know, like that Boise State. That's like crazy to me, yeah. like. 
being from South Dakota, it's just I'm so sheltered that when I meet somebody like that, it's like, yo, you're kind of a superstar, yeah. you know? But That's crazy. Yeah, that shit's nuts. But jujitsu is a whole other beast, you know, because, like, I had success in wrestling, but I go into, like, I go to roll around, and I'll be, like, with a girl, or, like, a woman, you know, and she's like, just go, like, as hard as you can. Like, it's like, yeah. just go, you know, until, like, you can't. Like, until you tap or I tap. Just, like, go, just roll around. Yeah. And this girl's, like... Like, I'm doing something that in wrestling I think is, like, good technique, and I'm getting like choked out. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. this, like, woman is, like, she's got two kids, and they're fucking She's like, don't worry, books. just manhandle me. I yeah. like that. And it's crazy, she's dude. She's choking you out. She's like, yeah. this isn't turning me on. Yeah, right? It's like, I need someone bigger. Yeah. yeah. But, man, like, it's definitely, like, an ego shock, you know? Well, you don't realize how vulnerable you are. Oh, you yeah. No, yet, like, that's probably the same feeling you get when you first start wrestling, too. It's like... How can why can I not stand up? Yeah, I have no control. Like, I just keep getting pushed down. Like, yeah, why dude. can I not stand <laughs> <Yeah>. up? <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck? And it tears you down yeah. too because you're like, man, I really fucking suck. And then like, and I say this about guitar to people who come into the store and stuff. It's like, one day you like you just suck, and then you're gonna continue to suck, and then one day you just don't, and it makes mm-hmm. more sense to you know. And we always call it like the finger snap. Like it literally just comes to you. Which is crazy, but jujitsu, I definitely don't have it. On the feet, I got it, kind of, but like somebody gets my head, it's like, oh fuck, dude, I forgot about that part. What are the, what's the big difference between jujitsu and wrestling? Really, it's like the s- submissions is like probably the biggest difference because like, like in in the sports, like you start on your feet. You know, some people like go to their butt, you know, and like try to pull guard right away. Yeah, and jujitsu, people like will just. Like, all you have to do is, like, hold someone's arm and you can pull guard, which means yeah. just to sit down. Yeah, and pull them to you. And, mm-hmm. and like, in a wrestling perspective, that's, like, Don't the do last it. place you'd yeah. want to be, you know? So it's, like, <laughs> yeah. wait, you want me to go to my back? And it's, like, so uncomfortable. Yeah, that shit just big culture shock, you know? But it's also cool because it's, like, a refreshing thing, you know? Like, wrestling for, what, 17 or no? Yeah, 17 years. Damn. Yeah. That's a long time. I've yeah. only been doing jiu-jitsu for almost three or four years now. Oh, no way. Yeah. So you'd probably choke me out in two minutes, you know? Like, it's just the positioning we do things. this on the podcast. Yeah. It's a video you. podcast. You know what? We, we could. I do have a jiu-jitsu room, <laughs> and this can go wireless. We could literally oh, do it. would be pretty fucking cool. Dude, that I just don't have the mic sweet. set up to do that, but yeah, we could definitely fucking do that. Let's plan we'll to do that, actually. Just for, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That'd be fun as fuck, actually. I would actually get my ass beat, but it would be fun. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would not. I would just pull guard on you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. not standing up yeah. like that. Dude, we have some wrestlers who like some really good wrestlers in our gym, and when I try to stand, like I can kind of stand with wrestlers, but that's until I realize like they're not here to wrestle. Like they'll kind of wrestle, mm-hmm. but they're not here to like try to wrestle me down. Yeah. So they're not really looking for that. They're looking forward to like more practice. They're like. Uchimadas and they're like fucking like yeah. that kind of shit, which I'm thinking they're trying to wrestle me, so I'm feeling yeah. like yeah I'm doing good. But then as soon as they want to turn the wrestling on, I'm like fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just get singled or doubled and like I'm in like a split second. I'm like Dude, yeah. I was fuck? thinking right. <clears throat> I was going to jujitsu with my brother for a few months, and I there was a a new guy there that had a, a wrestling background, and he fucked up my back like. Because of the one time I rolled with this dude, and he also was like half deaf, so he couldn't oh, hear shit, me yeah. if I was like, "Yo, you're 
this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And he, he put me in like a, it's kind of the one where so they got like, tap, bro. They had me <laughs> twisted and then, but what? Yeah. I don't know. It just, he, he, a, uh, he fucked me up for months just rolling with this guy one fucking time. That can happen yeah. if you don't stretch too, though. Like if you're just like kind of like if you're no like he used was to being he was using he was using like a lot of strength a lot of strength I had a wrestler do that to me once too where like my my gums were bloody after rolling with him because oh, he was yeah. just yeah. he was just like pushing <laughs> his fucking like elbow like into my teeth like he was just like on top of me like trying to oh, do this yeah. and like all I did was I like, pushed his arm across my face. Yeah. And I just choked him. He's just, and he was yeah. so confused by it because he was like, <laughs> he thinks he's winning because I'm on my back. Yeah, and he's just like, like all of his strength. I was like, dude, wrestling is oh, so man. brutal. Yeah. You guys like brutal. try oh, yeah. to hurt each other, like really hurt. Like in jujitsu, yeah. it's less like the more aggressive you get in jujitsu, the easier it is for you to fuck up the technique, yeah. and you get in a really bad spot. Yeah. So jujitsu is really about like kind of like flowing with the other person's like mm-hmm. aggression. So you yes. let them be aggressive, and then you kind of just move out of the way, and then you do what you want to do. Wrestling yeah. is like you be aggressive first, mm-hmm. initiating the like the offense, and that's like the big thing is like how do I control my because like being so used to going like balls to the wall, and then you get into jujitsu, and these like like if you're going a hundred percent jujitsu, that's like a quarter of like a wrestling practice just because it's all fast pace. Mm-hmm. And then, like, little do I know, I'm moving around, sweating, and this person is dissecting every movement I do. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. choked out in 30 seconds. And it's, like, controlling you're that. You're like, tired. You're like, yeah, right? And I see wrestlers get so tired. Like, new, yeah, new people dude. come in. They're always the most tired. Yeah. But they're the most fit, too. They're the most fit, yeah. but they get tired the fastest because they just don't realize, like, hey, man. It's a whole different thing. Slow down. Yeah. Well, it's like, even <laughs> if you're, like, playing the guitar and you're coming up with a new thing, you'll notice you flex more. You're pushing the chords down harder mm-hmm. than you have to. That's like a thing with learning is overexertion. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's part of mastery too is learning how to control that to like (coughs) make it more efficiently. You know, the more efficiently you can do anything, the closer you are to mastery, you know. So it's like it's all the same thing. It's weird how it all overlaps, but at the same time, dude, it's it's such polar opposites in the same realm with like wrestling and jujitsu. It's just weird how much that mix. That's that's where that like Russian like uh, shoot boxing yeah, yeah. Right, like, they they have submissions in there. Like, you can, like, bend people. Like, you can do, like, leg locks and shit. Like, you can't, I don't think you can, like, choke people out, but you can, like, try to, like, arm bar them mm-hmm. and, like, shoot, is it shoot box? I don't remember what it's called. But it's, like, it's basically what Khabib did for a long time, I think. Oh, shit. And, and it's it's crazy because it's, like, a hybrid of jiu-jitsu and wrestling, but, like, the full rule sets aren't implemented into it, so it's just, like, a select amount of things that you're allowed to do. Oh, yeah. It's really weird, but, like, you, you see the same techniques. And mm-hmm. that's what's so weird, because they're completely different martial arts. I don't even think, like, shootboxing had a lot of um, influence from jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I think it was just people finding the same efficient movement to break someone's arm. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's so crazy about it, is that you'll see the same thing mm-hmm. in two different sports that weren't really related to each other, and it's the same technique. And you're like... Yeah. Huh, maybe that one does work. Yep. <laughs> maybe that's why they use that. Facts. Like, it makes sense once it's actually put into, like, play, you know. Mm-hmm. But on paper, you know, like, judo is one of those things where, like, it's like, what that's the fuck are you even doing? Like, yeah, like, the whole throws. What is the difference throws? between judo and jiu-jitsu? Judo is just Way throws. different. Yeah. Okay. And that's similar to, like, Jiu-Jitsu Greco-Roman is, wrestling. Judo yeah. is, like, mainly, is, is like, a transition like between. Judo so is judo's basically standing. into... Yeah ground combat right not necessarily like ju- the whole point of judo is just to 
fucking bounce someone off their face, yeah. essentially. Like, that's how you end the fight, is you just throw them <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. And, and, um... Once it goes to the ground, that's where judo stops. Like There's no more judo yeah. after that. Like oh, you, yeah. you right. hold them on their back for like three seconds to show that you got the points. Like judo, oh, yeah. Does judo? judo are, the judo rules are weird. Does as fuck. judo stand alone? Does anyone? Does anybody believe that judo stands alone as oh, like yeah. a valid form of combat? 100%. I think wasn't if you wear a jacket, people will fuck you up, dude. If you give someone your collar and you're like a oh, yeah. black belt judo dude, you like if you have a belt and a collar. You're going to die. Like, that is, like, the two weapons. Like, there's judo throws that, like, I know, and I'm not, like, a judo expert, that I can kill you with just because I can push your head into the ground so fast that you're not going to wake up. Yeah. It's, like, judo's murderous. It's just people don't use it because it's really hard if someone else knows judo to do anything to you. It's a stalemate almost, you know? It's, like, who's going to fuck up first? And that's what's crazy about, like, UFC or mixed martial arts in general is, like, it's such a, like, if you watch the high-level guys, they have a very good, like, mix of everything. They have judo. They have wrestling. They have boxing. They've got jiu-jitsu. Muay Thai. You know, yeah, everything. And so whenever, like, it's crazy because you see positioning and it's, like, so, like, Khabib is, like, the guy. Whenever, like, you look at, like, his actual technique, whenever he's, like, on the ground, it's, it's precise man it like blows my mind you know like the way he incorporates different shit it's like that's five pay grades above anything i was ever even near you know it's like and you don't see it like the average viewer does not see the complexity of what's happening like people can understand punches because like you see something flying through the air but the average person is not going to understand how they set up that punch yeah people think oh they just go in there and then they fucking swing and like some guys do like some of the really big guys they, they, they do that to initiate stuff, but that's part of, like, how they set things up. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, then there's, and then there's, once things go to the ground, or even just getting someone to the ground, like, if you put, like, if you look at, uh, just think about Ben Askren. He's a UFC world champion, right? Or, yeah, he's a world champion. He can't throw a punch to save his fucking life. Yeah. He got knocked out by Jake Paul. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not he threw the fight or whatever yeah. the fuck, that like if you watch any of his UFC fights, he can't, like he's like fucking doing this. Yeah. No. Technique. He looks like a yeah. girl. Like he looks <laughs> like. <power. laughs> and you would think if someone's in the UFC, they would at least like know how to throw a decent punch. Yeah. Like maybe not be, like a great boxer, but you can fucking throw it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Can't do it at all. But what he can do is take you down, and you can't. You, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. There's you don't have any say. You're fucked. Yeah. He grabs your legs and he puts his head into your sternum. You're done. Yeah. And then he's on top of you, and that's when he he'll just throw punches. Yeah. It's cool it's how that works. Gnarly. Some people just have like certain things, man. I mean, some people got it, you know. Because he's like, I mean, he's got a fucking beer gut, you know. Like, he's like not like it should. These guys like got veins running through their abs and. You know, they're losing fights, and then you got a guy that just, like, gets it up here a little mm-hmm. bit more than he does physically, yeah. and it's just, like, that's how literally IQ in it out, you know? It's fucking crazy, but... That's how important technique is. Yeah. Technique is, like, everything in sports. Technique and tempo. Yeah. Because, like, you can be really good at technique, but if you don't keep the tempo, which is basically just, like, the pressure. Like, if you're not... Maintaining, yeah. you got to constantly be on the gas, and, like, the more you can have your opponent reacting to what you do... Mm-hmm. The more that the more they can't use their technique because they have to they don't know what's coming so they're just trying to react yeah and they don't know what's next so they're just kind of reacting and then the thing about you people with really good technique is you can set up reactions you know which way they're going to go 
So you could like you could do like a leg kick, and you know they're going to step back, and that's when you can like grab a single. Yeah. Or you you can you can throw a, a fucking kick like a high kick, and then they duck down and you do a knee. Yeah. And then they don't see it coming. Like there's the ways that you set shit up, and then like when you see people do it at that level, like I, it, it reminds me because like. With martial arts, it's really, really fucking hard to understand how good these people are because, one, you don't feel it because you're not there. You don't actually see, like, how helpless, like, you can be. And then, two, <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, the pure helpless nature of, like, I don't, I don't even know. I, you, can't, you can't do anything. And then, and then on top of that, that like, I, I keep thinking, when I was in um, college, I worked at this gym where I set up events or whatever, and and then um, what was it? RS, I think it was RS Roma, like a soccer team, mm-hmm. a professional soccer team came to train on our f- college field, and so we just set up everything for them, and we just got to like sit back and watch them train, and then they had fans from like Italy come over and like oh, watch yeah, them. Yeah, just watch the practice. They flew yeah. across a fucking ocean to just watch them practice. Like yeah. it's crazy how Next dedicated soccer shit. fans are. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we, but the funny thing is, like, we got to just, like, be closer than the fans were just because we set up the event and we're just, like, sitting there. And, like, half of the people that were I was working with didn't give a fuck about yeah. soccer. So <laughs> it, it was just super wasted on us. But then they started, like, showing off for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, all of these guys are supermodels, which is the craziest thing. Like, every single soccer player is just, like, the most fit, like, athletic, like, beautiful type person you've ever seen. And these New ones are the Italian ones, yeah. too. So they all look like like human Lamborghinis walking yeah. around. <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck is this? And then you just see like the dude just like kick up a ball and like he kicks it up and then just kicks it this way right into a trash can that's like 50 feet away. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, sorry, do you want us to get that ball? It looks like he kicked it over here. And then he's like, yeah. And we throw it back to him. And he fucking kicks it right back into the trash can. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, how is someone that accurate, dude? It's so. And that's what people in the UFC do, though. Like, what, that's yeah. when my brain really clicked. I was like, oh, if someone can kick a soccer ball with that precision, someone can kick your fucking face yeah. with that precision. Now, imagine getting into a fight with a guy who can kick your head like that guy can kick a soccer ball. Yeah, dude. That <laughs> is, so, like, that's fucking scary. Yeah, that's next-level <laughs> shit, dude. Like, and, and then these people, oh, dude, people think they can just fight UFC fighters, and that is the funniest shit. Yeah, you life. see, like, the Facebook, you know, your uncle posts on Facebook, like, Man, I would knock fucking McGregor out. Do you see that performance? And it's like, <laughs> you got to think both guys that are in the octagon are both absolute Ooh, professionals, you know? And the fact that one guy can, like, do that to the other dude just means that this guy is, like, there's there's levels to it, you know? And to the person on the couch, it's so hard to fucking put that into perspective, man. It's fucking crazy. And I'll catch myself sometimes, like, fuck, dude, I would have definitely gotten out of that double leg, you know? And then I think, like, oh, wait, no, that is... That's a UFC champ, Do you have bro. Yeah, you slow it down. You're like, oh, wait. Yeah, Do you also have, like, stance on the way in? <laughs> no, you know, like, in South Dakota, um, jiu-jitsu is, like, not a thing. Like, I shit you not. It's not a thing. And people who do jiu-jitsu, you know, you'll, you'll go to, like, the nearest city, which is Rapid City, which is, like, 75,000 people. And you'll see, like, yeah, you'll see, like, in the mall, like, a little, uh, like, you know, like, one of the, just a building, and it's, like, a jiu-jitsu, karate, like, you know, they've got a whole list of shit they do in there, and people take that as a joke, like, it's not real life at all, but when you get into, like, we're just a 
few years behind the rest of the world. You know, the Midwest just kind of collects all this information a little bit slower than everybody <laughs> else. But, you know, it's you, you have a lot more guys that are, like, on the high end of wrestling. And it's transitioned more from, like, there's freestyle and Greco wrestling, which is what they wrestle in the Olympics. And then there's folk style, which you wrestle in high school and college in America. Yeah, that's what they call it, folk style, yeah, which is uh, weird. But what's, what you see more nowadays, like me, when I was training, I was training for world teams. I was doing freestyle and Greco. If I wasn't in season, that's what I was doing. And nowadays, everybody is doing boxing. They're doing jiu-jitsu because they're not thinking about Olympics or worlds. They're thinking about UFC and making yeah. big paychecks in yeah. mixed martial arts. Is that a friend? The UFC, can UFC is like on like a trend level is way more popular. Big time. I mean, it's more exciting too, because like in wrestling, when you have two high level guys that are equally matched, there's not a lot of action. You know, it's pretty slow paced. I'm mean, like slapping each other in the head. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> getting that hand fighting and yeah. shit. You know, but like you get a final score of two to one or Adam three is to that one you or something like that and that shit's boring you know so the UFC when you see guys getting fucking knocked out and their eyes roll behind their head you know Joe Schmo on the couch is like that's way fucking cooler right. than that two to one match I just watched you know and so it's like it it, it makes sense at the same time but it, I guess that's yeah. that's why I was gonna ask is like do you what but uh, do you find do you find that these high school gym teachers want to folk these kids? <laughs> Big fucking time. Dude. Do you think that like jujitsu has like or martial arts in general has a lot more complexity than wrestling? Or do you know enough about it? <laughs> no, it definitely. <laughs> you can't even look at me because like <laughs> stop yeah, looking dude, at honestly, me. Honestly, because like wrestling, it, it's it's just as complicated as jujitsu, but in such different ways yeah. that it's hard. Like it's really hard to like. It's apples to oranges, you know. It, it's like they're similar, is but you yeah, know? like you, you, know? you can keep go- going deeper and deeper. Because is it a lot more like brute force? Yeah, than, yeah. Because like you think about it, like you know, rolling in jujitsu, it's a little bit slower. We're wrestling; it's not as precise, you know, on hand placement and whatnot. Um, especially when you get on the ground. For the most part, like for me, when I was in college, I wrestled like a pussy, like. I would score a takedown, and there's riding time. So if you're on top for a minute, you get an extra point. So I would take a guy down because I was good at my feet. I would stall my ass off, not do a single thing until I got 20 seconds. And then I'd let him up, get another takedown, 20 seconds. Uh, another takedown. Working yeah. the points. So then I, I usually – I have won so many matches in college, seven to three, because I'd get my three takedowns for six, the one point for riding time, and then his three escapes I gave him. And you get a point just, for escaping? Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Okay. so like, if they're on bottom, and you can do what's called, like, a cut, where, like, and this is kind of like a douchebag thing. You kind of disrespect them. Like, I take this guy down six times in a match, and I'll, like, push him, like, shove him out of bounds, and it's like, stand up, like, let's go, you know? <laughs> and so you're giving him that point, but at the same time, like, I know in my heart that this fucking guy cannot do anything to me, so it's like, <laughs> let me get another takedown for the higher lo- highlight reel, yeah. you know? But so it becomes like you can break a guy way easier in wrestling just because positioning wise, they're fighting their absolute hardest to stay in a certain position on bottom. Where in jujitsu, you have a little bit more freedom, you know, on bottom and not. Yeah, you can put your back on the mat. Yeah. So you can not relax, but you have a little bit more time to kind of go like, okay, what do I do now? You know, you're seeing his hands, you're watching him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's a whole other realm that wrestling doesn't have, you know. And as the bottom guy in wrestling, the big thing is like Getting whatever out. it takes. Like you got to actually see that act they arch like their back like off the ground. Yeah, yeah. So they're not like completely like yeah. pinned or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so, that shit. I'm like, is that oh, like what a the fuck? is that like a point based thing? Like yeah. do you have your back on the ground. So like if I have a guy on his back, if he's flat, shoulder blades flat on the mat, pin. I win the match. That's like the best way to win. Like in. Uh. Like, if I get a pin in a duel, that's worth six points. But if I beat the guy 15 to zero, that's five and a half points. So a tech fall is what that's called, a technical fall. It's a mercy rule, essentially. If I'm up by 15 points, that's it, right? So I don't, it's fucking weird. Like, it really is, it's weird, especially when you kind of venture into other sports. Yeah. Then you think of wrestling and you're like, that is kind of fucking weird how that's how that works, you know? Like, Oh, I didn't know you guys get escape points. Yeah. And, and so ju- I nice. wish we had those in jujitsu. Right. I escape all the time. Yeah, you, can't, you can get out. If you yeah. get out, you don't... You, a lot of the times, um, there's penalties in jujitsu. I don't know if wrestling has the same type of penalties, but, like, you can get penalties in jujitsu for, like, standing too long or sitting in guard for too long. So, basically, like, if you are if you just have someone, like, held in your, like, clothes guard, which is basically you're uh, just holding them down. Yeah. Uh, your, your back's on the ground and you're just holding them there. And you're not doing anything to advance, you get a penalty for like basically just stalling. Yeah. That Whereas is, in wrestling, that could be like the end of the match. It would literally be the end of the match. Yeah. If my if my shoulders were on the ground, he would win. Yeah. And then it's just <laughs> Jesus. They can't do submissions though. So if no. you guys start to like choke or armbar people, you get like a penalty, At least right? Say no. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's there's certain there's certain things that you can do like. I mean, you the most embarrassing thing you can do in wrestling is fucking tap because nothing's going to happen. And, right. like, you can do something. Like, if you have an arm in there and you're like this, you can squeeze your arm. You can literally make people pass out. Yeah. And that's cool because then you can get your pin super easy. But if you, see, you, you throw a guy in a headlock and you're holding him and he can't breathe and he's sitting there tapping and screaming, the ref will go, ha. <laughs> Pussy, you know, like <laughs> that's essentially what it is, and it's like, dude, get off your back. Like, if you don't, like, that's that's a thing. You and can't so, like joint manipulate though, right? You can't like no. bend their arm back. There's there's certain positions, you know, if you have you can arm get like behind, the chicken wing, or you have whatever. to keep it ninety yeah. degrees. If you start to rotate that arm upwards, like breaking pressure, yeah, that's then when it gets then they'll stop it. And that's but there's not ways a to flip that, right? Yeah, like, you like, can like really hurt people. Yeah, and it's like, like okay, <laughs> what I used to do all the time is like in a collar tie. Like, you're on your feet. I used to go over tie over their arm, and I would, like, dig my fucking thumb, into like, in here, and I would just, like... Oh, there's so much dirty shit little, that Yeah, because, like, because, like, yeah, you know, because it's not like I'm a dirty guy. You know, I definitely want to, like, win the match with respect, but at the same time, that I'm shit. a wild, savage team. animal. Yeah, yeah, you know? You gotta show I gotta that take that to, thing. Like, around. Like, you break spirits that way. Yeah, like, big time. Uh, in Muay Thai, uh, is it, um... Bacow, I think is his name. One of the most famous. Unfortunate name. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's not Bakowski, like but yeah. <laughs> um, but this dude is one of the best, if not the like most well-known best, like Muay Thai fighter of like all time in like Thailand, and uh, him and Sinchai, and basically like. There's a guy who was, like, training at, like, Tiger Gym or whatever it is in, in Thailand. And they were talking about, like, and this is top tier, highest of the, like, literally as high as it goes in, th- in terms of Muay Thai. And he's saying, I was sparring with him. 
and, and like the guys, people are really playful. Like they're not trying to like hurt you, mm-hmm. but they'll show you th- like that they can hurt you. Yeah. So <laughs> there's like a slight difference there. Like you'll get you'll get hurt, but they're not trying to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. So like he was saying, like yeah. So we're like in the clinch, and and he was just smiling and laughing because because you wear you wear big like sixteen ounce gloves in, in Muay Thai. But he like has dug his thumb through his gloves so much where there's no padding anymore, and it's just his thumb like was just in uh, his eyeball, and he's just like laughing because he's yeah. in the clinch, just like stabbing this dude's eye, <laughs> yeah, and that's dude. like the best way. To, and that that guy's just like there to like spar with him to see what it's like to spar with like he's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, just because that shit's just so intense, funny. man. It really, and that's like I don't know what it is. Like once I got done with wrestling and everything, I had this overwhelming desire. To, like, completely get out of that realm of just, like... Because, like, when I was wrestling, I was, like, an animal. You know, it was just, like, whatever it takes to win. And now that I've gotten into, like, music so much more, like, I don't work out. Like, I used to work out all the fucking time and shit. Like, now it's, like... became a bitch. Dude, like, no joke. Like, I was just, like, yeah. Straight up, dude. You know, I just started picking on the guitar and the ukulele, and it was just, like... What's all this fighting shit for? Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, I just turned into a straight hippie, bro. I was like, it's funny, too, because, like, I got all these people in my life that are just, like, so used to me being this wild like animal. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And then I just, like, you know, started experimenting like, hey, with fun things. Cool. Yeah, 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 like, dude. I'll, Everything's pretty chill. One love, you know? Like, that's, that's <laughs> literally what I turned into is this, uh, like, because the thing is I still understand wrestling very well, mm-hmm. and I understand, like, combat sports in that way that, I, I can always talk about it. I always appreciate it. But for me personally, I just, I closed that chapter because it was so much easier for me because, I mean, dude, no joke, 17 years of competing. Well, you like, can be at a collegiate level and there's yeah. a lot of pressure in there. I mean, like, oh, dude, that's not like, were you, did you have a scholarship? Yeah, I got a Yeah, that's different. That's too. a different thing. Like the thing about jujitsu, I think the reason people are so chill in jujitsu is there's no scholarships for it. Yeah. There's no like people expect you to be the next jiu-jitsu athlete. Like, the only people that become top-tier jiu-jitsu athletes are literally, like, homeless kids who didn't want to get a job. Yeah. That you're like, can I just live at the gym? Yeah. And and then I guess I'll make money by competing. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you become good at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Even to this day. Like, jiu-jitsu is more popular, but there's no, like, collegiate jiu-jitsu team. But that'll change. Fuck about. I think it will change. Ten years from now? Well, because of, like... I'll um, take another one of those if you got it. Is there a whole other one in the fridge, right? Okay. Uh, Shout out to Long Drinks. These are Fuego. Hey, Long Drink, please sponsor the yes, podcast. Yes, sponsor the podcast. How, how, hey, what are the odds that Long Drink sponsors this fucking podcast? Hey, it never hurts to ask. The only person watching is the like someone that Zephyr knows that might just come over and be on the podcast anyways. Also, our new sponsor is called uh, Trash Boy. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we get her on the it's, podcast? They're not officially our sponsor, but I'm going to just start... We're going to... I'm going to start, like, <laughs> shouting them out just because I've... Create business opportunities out of nowhere, yeah. That's why I see people doing the podcast this, all the time. This this, uh, this fucking company is just literally... This, this chick apparently has, like, three or four kids, and she's, she literally just steals their artwork and, like... Makes a clothing brand out of it. <coughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> There's cool, <coughs> cool narratives. Go to um, go to <laughs> <laughs> napkin, napkin. Dude, if I match with this girl on Tinder, I'm kind of upset. 
Napkin sounds like a, a real name that I'd known. Man, Quick I'm not question. Sure now. Where's the bathroom at? It's right there. It's like right, like as you go into the hallway, it's like directly in front of the Fuck. I don't know where it went. I don't know why you guys thinking my boy is soft, dude. Who's this? JD Smooth? Hey, JD Smooth, what's up? Hey, JD Salsa, what's up? You're fucking awesome. You guys enjoying the podcast? Do you think Jacob still jams his thumbs into guys? Or is he? Oh, I don't. Th- I think once you learn that skill, you don't let it go. You don't let it go. Yeah, no, that's a talent you can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't. It's like when you, like, you know, when you ride a bike, you don't like, really forget. That's pretty chill. Anytime you see a guy, you just kind of like, his, <laughs> it's like a magnet. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you follow martial arts still at all? Do you like yeah. watch the fights and shit? For the most part, I mean, in recent years, I've kind of detached myself from most social media. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm on YouTube like a like a yeah. fucking doctor what though. You know, yeah. like dude, I <laughs> I live and die on YouTube, and, and that's cool because there's so many rabbit holes you can jump into and whatnot. You know, like when it comes to mixed martial arts of any kind, the YouTube platform is massive. You know, same thing with guitar or music in general. So I keep up with it as much as I can, but I definitely only watch, like, certain fights. Um, yeah, me too. You know, mostly, like, specific people that I appreciate their style, you know, like... Stylebender? Yeah, dude. Fuck. Fucking gangster. <laughs> That's... He's, he's got... He's got it, man. If you, know, you want to see something napkin that apocalypse. just doesn't look real, Go to napkin, napkinapocalypse.com for cool shit. Yeah, go to Napkin Apocalypse to support a mom who rips off her children's art. For <laughs> Shout out to Napkin Apocalypse. Shout out, out. Trash <laughs> Boy. What's up? <laughs> okay, but all love. Just just play a napkin. Can we call her a Napkin? I hope so. I hope she's I hope okay so. with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's Napkin now. She's she better be okay with it. But uh, yeah, no. I was gonna say like, um, do you watch like combat jujitsu? You seen that? You heard of it? Yeah, that shit's intense, bro. Like, so the guy, did you watch the recent one? No. So, uh, Elias Anderson, the guy who's the current combat jiu-jitsu world champion, uh, just had a fight with like some UFC guy. It was it, it wasn't for the championship, but it was during the championships to find out who he fights next year. Oh, okay. And um, he teaches at my gym. Or used to. He doesn't oh, teach there shit. anymore. Yeah, and I've rolled Here with him. Here in Reno? Yeah. He's oh, fucking insane. Crazy, he's yeah. a featherweight, flyweight. I don't remember what it is. But um, <laughs> him and his brother Laird Hamilton. Laird Anderson. Hamil- Laird Anderson. Hamilton is like a surfer. Laird Hamilton, yeah, yeah. yeah. Laird, he's actually named after that surfer. But their oh, dad <laughs> was like one, of, like one of the first like Gracie like jiu-jitsu black belts in the U.S., I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I mean, they can correct me. But um, I, I think one of my goals would be to have them on the podcast. Like both brothers on the podcast would be fucking sick. You wait, you, one is he really goes cool. to your gym? He, che- he used to be a teacher. He used oh. to be? Do you see yeah. him? Oh, like yeah, him? I see him all the time. I rolled with him a lot. Yeah, have you ever asked him? No, I'm kind of really nervous to ask him. Yeah. Because, like, like, in my mind, that's, like, a superstar. That's, like, oh, you don't ask people like that to do things like this because they have, like, real money. Like, they have, like, real shit. Like, they're on TV. Like, he knows Eddie Bravo. Oh, fuck, yeah. Like, he he is the combat jujitsu 
world champion, like of the world. But he lives That's in Reno. Crazy. No, he lives in. Um, I don't want to blow up his spot because people don't know where he lives. But yeah, whatever. It just I just think it's if he he used to be in Reno teaching at Henzo's, yeah. and and now um, I don't know. Henzo's if, I don't Reno? know if people even know this, but he he'll still train at Henzo's. Yeah, yeah there's Gracie gyms all over. So there. the Henzo's you're thinking of is the one in New York. That's like the headquarters. So that's where like Henzo himself taught with John Donaher. <laughs> But they have like a lot of Gracie schools are just like satellite. Like the Gracie family well, is like really pro- seen prolific. Places called Gracie. Gracie like, is Gracie everywhere. Academy. I think yeah. they have yeah. like the Gracie brothers or like some Gracie people will come to their like ceremonies, right? Yeah, so you got to be really careful what Gracie right. gyms you go to. A lot of them are pretty decent, but they're they're kind of known as like the McDonald's Mango. of the jiu-jitsu world. Not to oh, badmouth yeah. any Gracie, sure. but there are Gracie gyms that are notorious for like, you know, just. Like, there's, like, a gym where you can just get your blue belt online. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah you just it. watch, like, a course of videos. And they're the guys who teach that gym are really good fucking jiu-jitsu players. Like, they're no joke. They're yeah. the top tier of the top tier. But it's just, like, they've monetized this. They didn't learn how to I don't know about that real online. Thailand. They no, right. you can't. Well, here's the thing. Is you can't. Unless you have someone to train with. And milk. It, like, it is fucking awesome. There is no fucking chance you could ever get your blue belt online. Like if you go oh, against yeah. like you well, get no, blue belt online sport. and you go into like a real you can't sport. learn football purely from watching videos. Well, you I think you what happens it. is you get an honorary blue belt. Like if I want to be like real technical <laughs> about it, so I've never gone through the system. This is just what I've heard. So you watch a bunch of videos, you pay for their course, you do it online, and then you if you ever have the chance to go into a Gracie gym, you can do the blue belt test, whatever their test is. By the way. A blue belt test is a bullshit thing. I wanna it doesn't work, exist. I want to work my way up to honorary black belt <laughs> through <laughs> online <laughs> courses. If you told a real <laughs> black belt sick. that I'm an honorary <laughs> black belt, he would fucking choke you out on the spot. That's like man. fucking <laughs> Steven, University of Phoenix Steven Seagal <laughs> is like an honorary black yeah, belt. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the Bill Cosby of black belts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Honestly, though, getting hilarious. an honorary fucking degree is way cooler than getting a real degree. Yeah, right? That's bad. Because you got it for free. You know, yeah, you just all. fucking are <laughs> sick. You're just so sick. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine being that sick that they're like, you have a degree in neuroscience now. You're like, I don't even know what that is. They're like, well. What was your, what was your bachelor's in? We just know. My bachelor's? Uh, cognitive science, technically. But okay. Almost neuroscience. Right. There's a huge fucking, I don't want to get into it. It's just, yeah. I should, it's, it's a neuroscience degree. But he got fucked. You he got fucked with one he got, he got fucked by the, the, the system, pa- bro. that Professor. part of the oh, universe really? called math. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I I'm not bad at math. You make it sound like I didn't pass. <laughs> I couldn't take it. In a, I, I would have to pay another 20 grand to get to have uh, gotten the degree I wanted. Because the way they pay, like, that you'd have to, to do a semester, you can't pay per credit like you can at UNR. Oh, Where I went, yeah. you have to pay Wait, for the go? UCSD. The home oh. of cognitive science. Oh, dude. Wait, no where is way. that? I did not San Diego. Know that. Yeah, oh, no PCSD. way. Damn. That must have been cool. No. No, you didn't. No. No. San Diego's nice, right? See, well, okay, so here, you, you hear, here's, a st- here's, a, here's a quick rundown of. W- w- not even San Diego's cool anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, cool. What right. the fuck? Everyone <laughs> heads to the Midwest. Yeah. The place. Dude, yeah, hell yeah, South Dakota. Not, not the part <laughs> I was in, right? Okay, so. Going to South Dakota. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> San Diego is actually not that cool, honestly. I think Reno's a lot cooler than San Yo, Diego. Yo, this guy makes fucking South Dakota sound cooler than yeah. San Diego. It fucking yeah. probably is. I heard San Diego <laughs> had the coolest fucking zoo in the world. 
It does. No, that's for that's a fact. It is a dope ass zoo. Yeah. I lo- I could just walk around there forever. I I actually did like a research assistant job where I was supposed to go to the zoo all the time to like film the animals there and like and you didn't. Well, I was going to do it, but I was too lazy to drive <laughs> all the way to downtown San Diego like every weekend. Is that where it's at? Yeah. Oh that's fuck. Weird. Well, it's like it's not downtown. It's like before downtown. It's like Balboa Park is like where the zoo is in oh, San Diego. Okay. I bet you it's huge though, isn't it? Probably it's pretty so big. You're you, like when you walk around, you don't realize that you haven't walked through all of it because like you can oh, go on like yeah. little loops and you're like, oh, that was nice. And then you look at the map, you're like the fuck is this over here? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, fuck. that's like three more sections that I have to yeah, walk through. A little animated fucking map yeah. they How give are you. are there more you animals? Have to, yeah, you have to finish the yeah. campaign to yeah, get right. to, to, to unlock, unlock the special the ops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did yeah, Noah fuck. fit these on his boat? Yeah, yeah. no shit. He can't fit them in a fucking zoo. <laughs> My religion is falling apart. Yeah, no. <laughs> you go to San Diego Zoo one time. People are just breaking down everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's Why crying. Why is everyone crying here? And then two hours later, Later, you're crying. You leave yeah. an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that shit happened, man. Everyone's like listening to Richard Richard Dawkins as they walk out. Yeah, yeah. Facts. that's why I'm gonna plug this. Everybody, they walk in on a devotional. They leave. Look, Dawkins. look into Buddhism. That yeah. shit makes so much more sense than a lot of the other shit. Nonsense. It yeah. literally tells you. Do hey, you have any specific websites for Buddhism that you want to? Sp- XNXX.com. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't actually <laughs> type that in. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you'll get it. Eat good, sleep good, and mate but when yeah. you can. Join my <laughs> yeah. YouTube channel called Buddha Boys. We fucking post can new make shit. A band called Buddha Boys. <laughs> oh shit! That's... Oh dude, Buddha Boys. Oh dude, wait, wait, wait. Such yeah. a good... Wait, but we're so free of attachment that our instruments are just sitting in our stands. And yeah, we, we don't even play our instruments. We're not the attached to you guys <laughs> thinking no. we're good. Yeah. We just we just set ourselves on fire and protest every episode. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah. Please get progressively more burnt. Yes. <laughs> I remember them being white boys. Yeah. yeah. We're enlightened now. Yeah. Now we're the burnt Buddha boys. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's actually, I'm going to, I got to. You're going to light yourself on fire. Burnt Buddha you know, boys. Actually, not a bad name yeah. for a Self immolation? Great idea. Wait, yeah. so, wait. What's your, why, how did we get to Buddhism? Because you we were asked. talking about religion. You literally asked the question. I did question. not. Okay, we brought oh, up wait, how okay. religion... He's a good <laughs> Christian man. He'd never you, ask. You go, to, <laughs> you go to a zoo and you realize Noah's Ark didn't happen. And then you go, okay, well, then how much of this shit didn't happen? Wait, let's also bring up the fact that the flood, the, like, the great flood, is not. it's not exclusive to Christianity. That's like a... That spans multiple yeah, religions. Yeah, yeah. The I, idea of like a flood... The I, the whole Noah's Ark and like putting all the animals on a boat. Yeah, that's that's stretching it pretty, pretty fucking far. I've heard there's actually lots of evidence of a big flood, and I don't doubt it. The world's been along around a long ass time. Buddhism makes more sense to me because it's like one, you just like kind of respect Mother Nature, and who doesn't like that? You know, like animals, you don't squish bugs, you know, you don't kill the mouse, you know, know that's the type of stuff. I don't fucking kill everything. Not me, dude, I (laughs) used to, but, I I am so with you, though, like, like, I I get embarrassed when I'm in a relationship now, like, with a girl who's like, there's a spider in the house, I'm like, okay, let me grab it, put it outside, she's like, fucking kill it, yeah, right. Look, if it was like a tiger or something, yeah. I would try yeah, my yeah. best. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would exterminate it. I could kill it. I don't yeah. need to. 
It won't right. kill us. Yeah. I got I got mad at David at work one day for stomping on a spider that really? I was like trying to save. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking Dude, got what the fuck? so mad. Yeah. That's a life. Dude, I, I had a weird, like, you know, you ever, like, have a fantasy? Like, if someone did that to me, I swear to God. Like, that's, like, I don't know how I'd react. Like, you gotta, like, kind of play it through your head a little yeah. bit. I was thinking the other day, like, if, if I had a person who came in here and, like, disrespected one of my fucking plants. Yeah, Like, fuck that's where yeah. I'm at now. <laughs> I'm like, did you just fucking rip a leaf off of that? Like, this is a pothos, man. What are you doing, man? <laughs> like, fuck. A I real friend would that. spit on your plants. Look, yeah. I don't even put them in Thanks like, a nice Thanks for the first time tuning in, J.D. Salalsasa. It's, 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 I'm glad to They're see. They're long gone, bro. You already read that. You scared them away, dude. You read that before. Oh. Hot. Well, if anyone's still <laughs> listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I ruined the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> Not just like, thanks for tuning in. It's over now because I ruined it. <laughs> nah. Dude, hey, sometimes when I play video games, I'm going to fucking cut myself now. Yeah. What are you going to say? Fuck, I don't remember. Oh, I was kind of talking about Buddhism. Yeah. yeah. So the big thing on it, like I being from the Midwest, I used to kill shit like for fun, like all the time. Like, like yeah. one thing that blows so you my mind. Worth as a man, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you go out and you like coyotes out here. This is mind blowing to me. Dude. That's how you know you're from the Midwest. Yeah, you dude. say coyotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah straight how up. How many Native American scalps do you have, dude? I have actually three. Uh, but <laughs> wait, so did when you did you like you had no. When you killed something, was it just like, oh, that's just a dead animal? You just no, leave it there? Was I there ever like a process? Like if you killed something, were you like, like oh, I need for to it. do something with this? Yeah. Po- so <laughs> you fuck I, it? Kind of. In a, no, in a roundabout way, yes, I will get you there. Trust me. You've never had something like this. You know, but like for me, it was like, I, I have Native American blood in me, actually. I'm Rosebud Sue. Shout oh, out to the tribe. Killed a bunch of do you have your car? I do. Like I had no, straight up, dude. Like they they support the fuck out of Native Americans. I mean, America My did a dirty. My first girlfriend but. was the most blonde haired, blue eyed chick ever, and she like she was she Cherokee, had her car. She, she had her yeah. Cherokee card and fucking fuck yeah. went to college yeah. on a scholarship. Everybody in the I know a couple of I know a couple of fucking blonde haired, blue eyed bitches that went to college with like a. A Mexican scholarship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm seven oh, percent Mexican. My last name is Santa Materio. I could have totally went yeah. to college for free. Fuck yeah! Like, wait, how did, how did you do this? How have I never heard your last name <laughs> yeah. before, dude? That's nuts. that's actually kind of gnarly, bro. Right? Yeah. My first name's Araya. Like my name is I'm like a mytholi- mythological creature. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It's the coolest name I've ever fucking heard, man. But like a great. Like, I just and, assumed you were like Jewish or some shit. Yeah. yeah actually. I'm it, not Jewish, but I, totally. It but Zachariah weird. is like, or no, or Zechariah. Zachariah, for sure. I think Zachariah is d- for sure Jewish, and it means like the Lion God. That's a great name. Yeah, that would be fucking cool. That's something about Arabic names too, like Bashar al-Assad. I don't remember what Bashar means, but al-Assad means the lion. People yeah. call him Bashar the Lion. People who know his actual like, name. We're over here, like, so what's funny. up, Mike? Yeah, we're we don't even know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, I guess. <laughs> Can I talk into you? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck with you Jacob. Spit some bro. fire into you, Mike. <laughs> that's an ancient name, though. Michael and Jacob are both ancient. Yeah, names. that's true. Rachel's an ancient You're name. The gayest fucking ancient names Facts. I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> one thing that's actually kind of crazy is Jacob in the Bible, 
whatever. You it's know, a piece that of shit. shit. He was a wrestler, bro. He used to wrestle angels and shit like that. Wrestle in the angels? Bible? Yeah, like in the Bible, Jacob wrestled an angel. Wait, can I get more? Oh, wait, than... which was the good? No, Jacob was a good one. Esau yeah. is the piece of shit. Esau. Yeah, the yeah, Grateful yeah, yeah. Dead have a song I'm called My Brother that. Esau. No, no, no. Do you no, recall yeah. Do you recall people wrestling in the Bible, Brayden? Not once. Oh, okay. I, I consider him our expert. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have this dope pulpit Bible. It's big and ornate. Really? And I've, I was digging into it. not A couple months ago, I started reading it. I read a few books in, and I'm disappointed that I stopped. Because it is way gnarlier. It's trippy Wait, It's shit, fucking bro. entertaining yeah, to read. Like, yo, is the Bible an audio tape? It is. Yeah, probably, yes. yeah. Right? Probably read like, in I want every the, accent. Only you if, like, I, want, like, yeah, fucking, right? I want like the Vatican Bible. On only if, uh, I want like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Like, yeah, yeah. I, want, I want the Poco. Original press. What's the guy? Yeah. What's the guy from Bruce Almighty? The black dude. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman did an audio book on the Bible. Everybody would know the Bible by straight up. Everyone be Christian for sure. I would actually be almost surprised if he hadn't at this point. Right? You think? He did play God. Morgan Freeman. Bruce Almighty, man. Like the right person. Yeah. I'll be sad. Dude, that's crazy years shit. Ago. Morgan Freeman Morgan. is still alive. Dude, yeah, he's kicking. No, dude, everyone would know. If he was I heard the funniest fucking rumor one time God that Morgan Freeman, so Jimi Hendrix faked his death and is Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's Ooh. not dead. That's a horrible story. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <and> it's like, <laughs> <Okay>. Jimi <laughs> Hendrix is way, way <laughs> better looking than Morgan Freeman. No, yeah, it's like, still that's kind of racist. Like, yeah, yeah they're black. It's like, this black know? guy looks like this <laughs> other black guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Must be the same guy, right? <laughs> right, yeah. They all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way a 27-year-old drug addict ever died. Yeah, he just completely quit the heroin and became a massive actor, yeah. But I used to do heroin? No, no, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, there's no, no way he dude, just I, I stopped listening yeah. for a second. <laughs> Morgan Freeman was on that shit, man. Yo. He knew how to party, dude. No, that shit's fucking crazy. It's crazy though. how Morgan Freeman played that one super important political African dude that I don't oh, know uh, the name of. Oh, and shit. And when he dies, he's going to go down. Mon- Mon- Mandela. Mandela. Yeah, Mandela. Mandela. Yeah, yeah. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela when he yeah. dies, it's going to be as important as Nelson Mandela. Wait, Nelson Wait, Mandela's more. dead? Yeah. Wait, is Nelson... Fuck! Is Nelson Mandela <laughs> also not <laughs> dead? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? How will the world make it? I saw that kind of joke from Ari Shafir. Shout out Ari Shafir. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Nelson Mandela, not, well, not a lot of people know this, would sleep with kids. Like, wouldn't touch him, but just, like, in his, you know, in his room. Oh, it's just like Michael Jackson. No, That's I just like a... That up. Uh, that, 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 no, I made that... Someone else did do that. I just... Oh, fucking Gandhi. Gandhi would have, yeah, like, young girls sleep in his dude. bed. Yo, he Gandhi was would... practicing the oh, yeah. spiritual act of not having sex with yeah. him. Yeah. Because yeah. he's yeah. so spiritual. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to get so horny and just be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not today, God. Not today. Yeah. My nut will not be busted tonight. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's some wild shit, actually. I refuse, like, like the British. He's like, you remember, because he would do like the like, I won't eat until the British get out of here. What if he's like, I will not fuck this twelve year old until yeah. the British get out of my country. <laughs> <laughs> the British are like, man, we gotta let him fuck that twelve year old. We gotta get out of here. Get out of hand. <laughs> this twelve year old needs to get fucked right now. Yeah, she's begging for it. She's asking for it, dude. That'll fucking have the politicians <laughs> having nosebleeds, man. What do we fucking do? Oh shit. Uh, 
Imagine thinking that guy was hot. That reminds me of like uh, the Leaving Neverland documentary about Michael Jackson with those kids. There was this one scene where this guy's talking, like right after he's talking about like how he used to lick his butthole, right at, at peak scary Michael Jackson, yeah. like scary white <laughs> Michael Jackson. He's like, but I miss him and I love him still today. And you're like, yeah, think about like, that. Fucking yeah, Voldemort was eating yeah. this kid's ass and he like was Dude. like, I still kind of love Didn't him. Didn't he say that his nose fell off once? Yeah. What? Yeah. Michael, there was yeah. like there was no. a thing where his like his nose was so poorly. That's put like on. a South Park joke. No, no, no. It's that's how South Park got. We're gonna have joke. to give this a goog, boys. I, I swear, don't know. look yeah, it up fuck. on your phone. Or I don't know. But yeah, he was saying that his nose, like, wh- like I think it was during the ass eating. I'm not even fucking with you. His <laughs> nose loves was fucked guy, up and like moved off of his face to like expose the bone <laughs> under his nose, and he's like, oh, sorry. And like yeah. put it back, dude. Just flops it back over. He's that good at eating ass, yeah. dude. This kid still misses. You're reading ass so much that you know. According to Quora, oh, Michael Jackson is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Brazil right now. He's like, fucking <laughs> yeah. like all these kids. <laughs> oh, fucking hit the kick and everything, man. Could you imagine if so? Michael Jackson had the best lungs on the planet, right? We can all agree. The yeah. voice of an angel. Now imagine him doing that into your little kid butthole. Oh! Just like, just like it like shines through your eyes like a bright light of God. Yeah. <laughs> this kid just like that's why he's in love. He, just, he yeah. met Jesus that day. Tell me you come out of that without love in your heart, man. I've actually got a fucked up story that kind of reminds me of this. <laughs> Michael Jackson ate no. my asshole. Dude. Close, dude. Okay, so the whole the high school I went to, I won't say names, but. There's you this might kid. need to say names if people are eating ass. I have a yeah. feeling you and I went to a similar high school. The, okay, so this guy's name is Flea Hardy. I'll say that. That was his last name. Okay. And uh, if anybody from South Dakota hears this, they'll know what I'm talking about. So Whoa. There's a that's hu- a lot of shout, shout, there's South this Dakota. Flea- that's like 70 people. That's like yeah. 70 people, dude. <laughs> that's a lot of cows. So, that's the, like yeah. six times more than the people listening to this. A ton of cattle are perking up their ears back, right so. now. There's actually more cows in the state of South Dakota than humans. And that's that, That's crazy. an actual fact. What? That's an actual fact. Oh, my God. But this flea-hearty guy, <laughs> when I was in sixth grade... I got told the story. Thomas, oh, I said, Thomas Flea Hardy, fuck it. He's actually. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so, Thomas now. Flea Hardy, I heard Thomas Flea Hardy <laughs> fucked a cat. Allegedly. Allegedly fucked a cat and had to go to the ER to have the cat surgically removed because he couldn't take it off of his dick. Because the cats what? have barbs in their fucking yes. pussy, bro. Yes. Oh, what? So, and I what? shit you I'm not. That. I shit also. you not. I am a yeah. junior Does in cats college. Cats have barb pussies? I'm a junior in college. Dogs do too. That's why they get stuck. Dogs but, do get stuck. Yeah. yeah. So that would explain a lot. I'm a junior <laughs> in college. This is, so sixth grade to junior in college, that's, Six that's years. seven years. Seven. At this point, it was seven spines. years. My my older brother, like my adoptive older brother, we're having a couple drinks Spines the day right. before Thanksgiving, and we're kind of we're in the game room, we're buzzing, and he tells me he's like, "Did you guys ever hear that that little rumor about Thomas Flea Hardy fucking the cat?" And I was like, "Yo, that was the craziest thing," <laughs> and he's like, "Did you know that Jesse Atwood, a guy who was in a grade above my brother, made that up a hundred percent?" And I shit you not. <laughs> This kid's life was fucking ruined. Oh, I bet, dude. Ruined. Like, and he, I mean, he got into meth pretty bad because South Dakota's got a huge meth problem. 
He's like so, convinced himself that he did fuck this yeah. cat. We crossed the border five minutes later money. like this state has a meth problem. Yeah, dude. Because we're from Nevada. We know what that looks like. Yeah. So Fuck you shouting him out on the podcast will only do good for him? Yeah, I hope so. Really like, make a situation. Flee better. Thomas, flee Hardy. Do you know and, what's my biggest fear is someone just making up some fucking lie? Yeah. That's my biggest That's fear. all you have to do is just be like, yeah, dude. And it was fucking oh, great. And then people will be like, I guess that's fine now. Right? Yeah. And I shit you, I believed this with my whole fucking heart. And I told this story to people through high school, through college, because it was so mind-blowing, you know? And I believed it because everybody and their dog in Hot Springs High School also believed that this guy fucked a cat. And then he tells me <laughs> out of pure honesty, like, dude, Jesse Atwood made that up. And I'm like, no way, Jesse Atwood is a, like a doctor, like a, like a brain surgeon type person now. Fuck. Allegedly. And, Allegedly, you know, if you guys fire him, this ain't on me because he's the one who fucked it up in the first place. But, dude, I'm a junior in college over Thanksgiving break, and my brother tells me that that was all made up. And that, like, dude, that, like, broke all bounds of reality to me because it was like because it probably hurt you, too. Yes, because you're like, anyone can do that to you at any time. Like, you know, that Jacob guy, I hear he fucking forces his thumbs into guys. Yeah. And the thing is, is people, they don't know me. They're like, dude, that's actually crazy. And then, like, yo, I was hanging out last night, and they told me, you know that Jacob, he sticks his thumbs and guys out. And then it just, like, snowballs. And I'm not kidding. Everybody knew that this guy fucked a cat. Everybody. I, I had I had the same thing happen to me in yeah. high school. No. So, so, not about fucking cats. So, it wasn't exactly about the same kids. thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> One grade up. Yeah. The... the uh, one level less weird. The, I don't remember the I don't remember the kid's name, but so, I there was this girl that I liked, and and so, she was she told me she was into bi guys, and I was just like, yeah, I'm bi. Yeah, <laughs> guess I'm fucking sucking dick now. Yeah. Let's go. What's up? <laughs> I like you. Let's role, go. Yeah. And then and then somehow that like. It wasn't I'm even like quit like a dick, bitch. Yeah. It was like a year later. Like <laughs> if people just. Like this, like buy thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then someone's like, oh, he likes that guy. Oh, like he has a crush on this guy. I don't have a crush on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and and like me and this dude were like friends, but he wasn't like in my friend group. He was like yeah. part of like the jocks. Mm-hmm. And it was like it just became like this thing where like it made him really upset. Oh, and I was yeah. like, dude, it's not true. I but promise. now I'm like. It's the most confusing situation. I'm like, I'm a fucking teenager. I don't know how to yeah, deal with this right? shit. Yeah. I, like, you as an adult, I'd just be like, dude. Properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, as an adult, That's I'd just be like, one thing high school yeah, dude, black. you want to fuck right here, right now? You just go straight into it. Yeah, right. And then yeah. you'd be like, oh, I don't know. It's like, oh, you're pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're all fuck. It's like, who gives a fuck? Suck a dick, suck a dick. Whatever. Yeah, right. And then it, would be, it wouldn't even be a problem. Yeah. Right? But in high school, I was like, oh, dude, it's not true. I'm not, it's not a fucking real thing. And then, and then they're like, a rumor went around that, like, they wanted to fight me because I was in, and they knew that they started the fucking rumor. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? How is this fucking snowball Wait, to this? Yeah. Uh, are you bisexual? I am actually bisexual, but okay. not like I. So I just Wait, what, I saw it on. But uh, this guy was ugly. No, yeah. no, no. So here's I'm I'm a weird type of bi where where uh, like I like trans girls more than I like okay. men. Like, I can more get down with, like, a trans chick than I could, like, ever a dude. Like, I don't even think I could date guys. Have you done that? Like, have you had No, but I'm, like, interested But you're open to the idea. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, I wouldn't even, like, bat an eye at it. We were just talking about this yesterday. We were were 
on Kill Tony's podcast, there's this like pretty well known transsexual chick that is hot as fuck. And yeah. I told Braden, I was like, I'd fuck her. I'd I'd hit that for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is. Well, if you look like a girl, well, you've already shortwired all of my she biology. Like yeah, right. Girl. You literally Here's the thing, didn't even just look like a girl. She looked like a pretty hot. My girl. DNA yeah. is confused. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. But I'm, her voice was so deep. I yeah, guess I should clarify. No like, I'm yeah, not into non-passing trans chicks. Like, no, if you're not gross. passing, I'm just confused. Yeah. And no not, nothing to do that. with like you or how you look. Like, that's not the problem. It's like my sexuality is just not like in tune with that. Like, I don't want that. And that's like I'm not interested in in dudes in that way. Like I, I'm not like I can like appreciate an attractive man, but I can, I can never like uh, like date an attractive man. I don't I actually, see myself like marrying or being wanting to be in a relationship. Like I see my mouth like having a like a family one day. Like I can't I yeah. can't have kids, but I also suck a ch- a dick if it has tits attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my rule. Is there yeah. some nice titties flopping around? Yeah, yeah, dude. Put put that dick in my mouth. Let's yeah. go. Titties keep flopping around as long as I rub this dick. All right. Yeah. Facts. I dig. See, that's, that's one thing that blew my mind, like, especially, like, being in small town South Dakota and going to college and realizing that it's not this fucking, like, picture-perfect world. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, sexuality is such a huge realm, you know, that it's like, I and I'm a very open guy, like, I'm very free with, like, dude, you're cool, like, I don't give a fuck what you do in your free time, as long as you don't hate on me what I do with my free time, you know? Yeah. Because for me, like... My thing was always like I was a psycho, psychoactive guy. Like I was always doing like LSD and mushrooms. Like you want some mushrooms, dude? Yeah, you, you got mushrooms? mushrooms lying around. I do. You guys want some? Yes, please. Bro, you want some stuff. <laughs> I'm good. Oh my fuck, dude. Oh dude, I've had some mushrooms in my closet for a long time. I might take like a step. It wasn't quite enough to fuck the me. The last out, time so I had someone like, here, like you guys can all handle yourself with mushrooms, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Last time, so I'll tell the story after I get. Yeah. I trust you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna take them you know, right like now. You're totally okay. To I stay promise here. you. There's yeah. No I will. Well, he's not gonna give you mushrooms to take later. He's saying, oh, "Dude, we're taking mushrooms. Do you want mushrooms, mushrooms right, right now? now?" Oh. No, 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 no. No, I'll take no. a, I'll take like a stem or a cap. Yeah, or something. that's fine. Dude. I can take a cap you know, or a stem. I, I by the way, he is. Always on mushrooms. On if we're doing really? a podcast, he's oh, on really? mushrooms. It's been a Bro. long time since I was <laughs> like a big mushroom that? boy. Okay. Is this? Are these mine? Yeah. Can I? Can I get one? Yeah, just like another stem or something, just for fun. Okay. That's go. perfect. You want some? Yeah, I do. Mmm, these are really good uh, shiitakes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I enjoy the flavor shiitakes. of. These are stage drugs. <laughs> These really good. There are some good. Uh, uh, God, that's so cool. Zephyr, uh, do you remember the time I was like making music at your house? And I was like, I need to get more fucked up. And then I just ate like half a bag of mushrooms. Just so you <laughs> know. And I was sleeping on your couch. I don't know if you know this. That's yeah. When I met McKenna. Grows fucking great. Probably. Mushrooms. No, I don't. Not anymore. You used to? No, he doesn't. <laughs> I never have done that. <laughs> I have never. I don't even. Dude, you want to hear My something crazy? Friend, I don't who even never know met before. Who yeah. was not here and who is definitely not Zephyr. Gross <laughs> fucking killer but incredible dude. mushrooms. He didn't do it this That's year, so but every crazy. other year he's grown some and he always gives me a bunch of them and they are so potent. <laughs> They're so fucking potent. Who what other Zephyr do you know? I don't know who this Zephyr per- Dunnigan. 
Zephyr Iron. Oh, he's from. Uh, Zephyr Dunnigan is from our, you know, Scottsdale. He's from. Yeah, he's from Scottsdale. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The sun. Dude, one thing that's good. So I have like a weird like biological family. So like, I became emancipated when I was fourteen. And I just like lived with friends and shit. My little brothers lived with my dad for most of their life until like senior year. They're twins. My little brothers. My other little brother who moved out of the house to leave my dad moved in with, like, one of his friends, and he's gay. And so he always is hanging out with girls. Like, he just hates guys unless it's, like, a sexual thing. He has, like, a thing uh, against guys, which is, like, weird. That's, like, the same thing with guys who like girls, though. Like, you yeah. hate girls until you like the one. Exactly, And then yeah. you're like, oh, I like yeah. you. But you yeah. you hate all the other girls. You're like, look at that pathetic bitch. She yeah, right? <laughs> so he was like that. And so <laughs> we had like a hard time connecting because he just thought that I was just like, I mean, I was like. He's a, like, are we going to fuck or what? Like, yeah, I right. Like, don't waste my time. I was like a douchebag jock. So <laughs> it was like, me, he just yeah. was like, dude, you're like, I don't even fuck with you. And then at one point he just was like, yo, how's college? And then we started talking and this, these, this family moved into, I like went and saw him and like introduced myself. I was like, I'm, I'm his brother. And they were like, hey, that's pretty cool. Do you do mushrooms? And I was like, 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 like psilocybin, like mushroom mushrooms? Or do I eat like portobello mushrooms? Portobello. Like, yeah. He's like, no, like, that's what we just ate right now. Yeah. He's like, really good portobello mushrooms. Yeah. Rishi is my, actually, my specialty. No shit. Yes, yeah, that's my 100%. favorite flavor. <laughs> that is exact. Yes, yes. So well, I'll tell you more about shit. my reishi mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> off off the stream. But so they ask me, and I'm like, yeah, like I, yeah, like all the time, you know. And they they show me, and they have all these like plastic totes, and they're like growing them, and they show me, and I'm like, like, can I buy some from you? And they gave me a like a bunch, probably like, I don't know, probably like quarter of an ounce of mushrooms and i went through those violently quick you know it's just like <laughs> like as any you chance them, it's yeah you know because i was big on acid the acid yeah. was my thing and i have I've so many people it. really what? never done acid no that Dude, shocks fuck. me i'm that worried shocks i'm me. I, like i'm not like worried about doing acid i'm just like you're just worried about not getting real acid. i'm just worried about disappointing being disappointed about it. Yeah. Oh, you then, like, not take the fucking real... six tabs. No, because like I love mushrooms so much and I like what it does. And it's like if it doesn't do or make me feel nah. as happy as mushrooms do, like I'm not gonna enjoy it. Like I'm just gonna sit there dude. and be like kind of miserable. No, 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 dude. Acid is friendlier. I think acid as, is yeah, a as long as you know that you what you're getting energy. is acid, crackhead. You would energy. have the fucking greatest time. I'm, I'm down to pure acid. I am dad down yeah. to do. I would love to do acid, dude. That'd be. I've sick. been done it in. I know a guy in Reno. My little brother really? goes to UNR, and he, I've Yo, done I've allegedly. Done, allegedly, <laughs> rumor has it. Like I, I had a dream. Imagine being a professional podcast. Yeah, where right. Where's like, where like outing everybody like their address? He lives on three three yeah, three right. seven five eight King Road. Yeah, right. Good thing only our moms are listening. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, but like I've done in my dreams in the past couple months, I've done acid three times. In your dream? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do drugs in my dreams all the time. It's so weird. But oh, metaphorical nice. dreams, and by that I mean real life. <laughs> So yeah, in the, like the last three months, yeah, in the last three months, I've done acid three sweet. times. 
And I space it. You know, in my dreams, do most of my Spoken dreams. Spoken like a true professional yeah, athlete. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so I've only I, done mushrooms in my dreams. Covering that shit up, dude. Because like, in college, I was 21, or I was 20 the first time I smoked weed. 21 the first time I had to drop alcohol. And that was a promise Whoa. I kind of made to my mom. And then, like, yeah. the first drug I ever done in my life, actually, is I snorted a fat reel of Molly. That's Shit you crazy. not. The first time I'd done anything. And I was vibing. And I, I've told the story, but I'm sitting there rubbing my arm hair for 30 minutes until my arm's red. I was just like, I can't even fucking believe how good this feels. I'm like, dude, it was crazy. But, like, acid is, like, one of those things where you have a little bit less control with mushrooms. Not in a bad way, but just kind of, like... Like, instead of being on the ground and tripping, you're, like, three feet above the ground and tripping. Like, you just kind of feel like, oh, fuck, I am standing, you know? Like, you kind of catch yourself, and you're like, whoa, this is real life. But if you're familiar with psychoactive drugs... It's an easier you, transition. It's such an easy transition because you're familiar uh, with where you're at, but there's a lot more, like, controlled chaos where the freedom yeah. is, like... It's a different high where you just... You have more control over, like, that space of, like... You have more control with the acid? Acid is easy yeah. and cheap. It's easy Whoa, to do. Okay. It's yeah, easy dude, to handle. Compared I, to mushrooms, like I super I'm a big acid guy. Big time. Acid is <laughs> fucking awesome. I yeah. haven't actually done acid in a long time. You know what's I weird? loved acid for years. You know what's weird yeah. about mushrooms is they do this thing to me where when, like, I know when I'm too fucked up if I start crying and I don't know like why. Like, so, with mushrooms, <laughs> it's really weird because, like... Acid can be the same way. <clears throat> like, I it's, can do so many mushrooms. I don't even understand. Like, I can barely do weed. Like, I can do a lot more weed really? now. Yeah, I can, do, I can do a lot more weed now. Like, somehow Dude. it's friendly with me now. But um, there was a time where I couldn't, like, smoke even, like, a, 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 like a bit of a bowl without, like, losing my fucking brain. Like, yeah. I would just, like, it, might, it would just... I have Spiral. a friend like that, but he couldn't. I've I've always told him not to do psychedelics because I assumed the fact that he no, couldn't mushrooms, do weed. Mushrooms are like a fucking really? renaissance for me. Yeah, dude. Then I should talk Dallin into doing some fucking. Wait till after he's twenty-seven. So What's the his best last thing you name can do just for posterity. He is, he's already he's already <laughs> that age. Yeah. So if you're if you, if, if, if I would say to anyone who's thinking about doing cycle psych, cycle psychedelics psychedelics that has like a hard time with weed or that feels paranoid often. Yeah. Wait until after you're at least tw- like be 28. Let your brain develop, because, man. Well, it's not it's not necessarily about the brain development. It's testosterone. It's it's, it's the um, cutoff point for schizophrenia. Oh, so in yeah. men, you in men you have like a seven like some crazy percent like thirty percent of men develop schizophrenia. What? Oh yeah. I don't know. That's probably wrong. <laughs> that can't be that right. sounds like way too many men. I know, I know two I said thirty percent. I was like a lot of statistics right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a goof, my dog. Give it I will say this: small town South Dakota. I had two people that I went to high school with that I'm still very close friends with to this day that got diagnosed with schizophrenia. It's no joke. It's no joke. But at the same time, like they're kind of fine. Yeah, they're like they're <laughs> yeah. chilling. You know, it's like. There's I episodes. Also, it depends yeah. how bad it is. I also, like, I just love people for, like, how I know them, you know? So I don't, like, one guy, his name, his first name is actually Buddy. That's his bio, yeah, like, his gnarly. actual name, yeah. And and if he ever were to see this, he would love this. But, like, he's such a cool guy down to earth, and it doesn't, like, affect him really in too many ways, except for whenever he's, like, alone. 
I guess. Like, he kind of... And I don't know how to explain it. You know, I'm no doctor. Well, there's triggers. It's kind of like PTSD. Oh, yeah. So, people... People with um, schizophrenia have um, certain um, tick. It's like so schizophrenia is like a weird mix between PTSD, depression, um, like ADHD, and uh, uh, is it bipolar? There's bipolar in there, but there's like what is it? It's like the fucking people twitch. Tourette's. Tourette's. Yeah. So basically, t- Tourette's and schizophrenia are very very similar in terms of like what's going wrong with the brain. Mm-hmm. There is like an excitatory mechanism that's that you have like this uninhibited process that's occurring and your brain can't stop it. Okay. So with people with like Tourette's, it's very motor functional. So they have a lot of excitatory motor functions that happen based on like specific illicit inputs. So mm-hmm. they'll hear like a sound or it, it'll be like a rhythmic thing. Like every fucking like six seconds, I have to like do this. Yeah. And then, so it's very co- comorbid with, um, with a, uh, what is it, OCD. Uh, and then, so people with schizophrenia kind of have the same thing, but it affects more of, like, the auditory part of the brain and the, and the visual cortex. So you, what happens is instead of, like, doing motor function twi- like tics, they have auditory tics and, and, and visual tics. So their brain's making the tick instead of and so, like, the physical. The, right? the problem with... The reason schizophrenia is so is so dangerous, it's not that people who get it are inherently suicidal or depressed. It's that these auditory cues start to develop problems with the amygdala that cause depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if you start seeing Nazis in your room and people are like, There's not Nazis in your room, well that's very invalidating to your life experience. Mm-hmm. And like people who don't have what schizophrenia, you could be like like, Oh, I think I'm a pretty good person. Like you're a fucking shit person. That's, like, a great way to develop depression in somebody, especially a child. Now, imagine if you have schizophrenia, and the things that you are seeing and the things that are being told to you aren't real, and people are saying, no, it's not real. But it's as real as anything else yeah. that's ever happened to you. And, and you're not on drugs. There's nothing you've ever done to do this. You don't know why it's happening, and it's just happening. Yeah. And And... and that's why it's so fucking like what a crazy disorder to have. It might be the craziest disorder in all of the world. Well, that's why witch doctors are very often schizophrenic. Yeah. So there's a lot of tribes. So like this is like a crazy point of research where they're like, should we be celebrating schizophrenia? The same way we like celebrate like autistic people. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they I'm can sure become in savants. Cultures, you were the soothsayer. You were like a powerful Real man. Yeah, you had these shout out of to things. my girlfriend because she works with autism kids every day. You probably oh. will never watch this, but <laughs> shout out shout to the old out. lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, schizophrenia is a very interesting thing. And schizophrenia at the same time would be. See, from from my from my perspective, I I would like to be able to experience what it's like to be in that state of mind, just to kind of yeah, because like you know you can't really walk a mile in someone's shoes, but at the same time, like. I just would like to understand a person. I think it's pretty close to. We were talking about this. It's like Dorora, Dorora. What is that plant? Datura. Datura. So Datura is like this psychedelic. So here's like a little like antidote from um, Timothy Leary. Right. He was saying he's in he's in uh, a a market in um, some Indian country. Uh, and he's in India and he's walking around this like market. And he's talking to this guy, and he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing deterrent. He's like, dude, you should definitely do it. It's a crazy psychedelic. Like, 
you, you feel like you're totally fine. You're just chilling. Mm. And it's like, the craziest part is like, I like there's this market around us, but we're just in my living room. Yeah. And Larry is like, no, dude, you're in an Indian market. We are not in your living room in your apartment. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, dude, we're totally in my living room in my apartment. And he's like, no, dude. And that and that's and then that that's when that's when Larry said he's like I'm never going to Ventura. Oh, okay. And that's Damn. Timothy Leary, like the psychonaut of psychonauts, yeah. being like, nah, I saw all I needed to see from that. Like, yeah. And then you listen to Detura stories, and they're just horrific. I've never even heard of Detura. It's also like, called Jim's and Weed or Devil's Weed or uh, there's a f- there's several names. They're for like it. common backyard plants too. Like yeah, yeah like this. this I've I. I've heard, anyways, that it grows around here. Yeah, like at you least can accidentally eat it. Like it. Salvia? Yes, it's yes. Like salvia. It's actually supposedly way worse than salvia. Well, like you could be fucked up for days on end oh, because shit. of this. Mm-hmm. Whoa! For like yeah. small doses. How have I never heard of this before? It's it's it's. Where a, do I find it? I've never heard well, of this. The thing <laughs> about the tor- detura is it's not it's it's one of those drugs that where it's like it's a complete. Um, dissociative, and and not in a good That's way. Not that I don't like dissociative. And for whatever reason, all of the reports about Detora, uh, and its dissociative properties stem from people like having violent episodes. So the majority yeah. of people who do the drug end up being violent towards other people, regardless of if they've ever had any violent experiences. Oh, so what happens is like when you listen to like a lot of people take it, and this could just be like crazy drug propaganda, but these are like niche YouTube videos of people who do drugs. Mm-hmm. And then right. they're like, no. This one guy was like, dude, I do a lot of psychedelics. And uh, I took the Tura like one time to just try it out. And I just remember my friend talking to me. It's like this crazy long YouTube video. He's like, my friend was talking to me. He's like trying to calm me down. And I was freaking out. And I like, told him to get the fuck out of my house. Like, I need. And then, like, I wasn't in my house anymore, and I was just, like, in this other place, and there's like, giant spiders everywhere, and, and, like, I just felt completely tortured. But you don't feel high. That's the crazy thing about yeah. the tourists. You don't feel like you're high at all. You feel like you're completely sober, and the shit's just happening. And, but you have, no, you have no idea of where you are in space and time, even though you th- kind of think you do, but you're just kind of, like, teleporting. Yeah. And, and, and so <laughs> you, you, you just can't – there's no control. It's, that, that's what the dissociative property of it is you think you know what's going on, but you have no clue what's going on. Oh, you might recognize this because you've talked, <clears throat> we've talked about this. Uh, Brug, Brugmansia is a small to mid-sized tree with large, strong, smelling trumpet-shaped flowers hanging yep. downward. Most parts of the plant contain atropine, scopolamine, oh, shit. and hyoscyamine. It has been used as an admixture plant in ayahuasca brews, as well as in poisons and medicines in South America. So if you ever if you've ever heard of scopolamine, which it is the most fucked up, but the plant that contains scopolamine actually like depending on which part of the plant you ingest, you will have like you'll you will ingest like a a different um, amount amount or some like some sort of like variation in the chemical that like some parts of this plant is actually extremely rewarding like in the high and then some of them you blank out for three days and wake up and like your house is gone because people have brainwashed you into scopolamine is this fucked up drug in like different countries where people will give this to you 
Like you can inhale a, a fucking nano whatever of this and you'll blank out you'll for be complete, you'll blank out for two yeah. days and in those two days the person who dosed you with it will has essentially complete control over you can do whatever they want That's how they harvest drugs in other countries yeah it's probably a big part of like um uh illegal like organ harvesting trade yeah common in like the north i didn't know that was south america like people will empty out i didn't know that either for the longest time because there's different like there's different parts of the plant and um when you go to uh when you go to like this a country that tell you not to even hang out around the tree that it grows from but then it also, if you're a, if you're a local and you know this plant, some people will say like, "Oh, just eat the petals and you'll have the greatest fucking time of your life." Like, there's a part of the plant that's totally fine that is <laughs> totally great. Yeah. But then the re- like the stock of the plant is like the worst fucking poison known to man. So this dude took Datura, and he his friend was like trying to monitor him. He loses complete track of his friend. He thinks he kicks him out of his house. And then he just remembers this cat showing up in his house, and it starts to attack him. It turns into a spider, and he kills the cat. Oh, shit. He wakes up in his house, or he, I think he wakes up in handcuffs or something. He's, like, in, in jail. He ended up, like, breaking into his neighbor's house, murdering their cat, and then going, like, getting arrested. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It was just their cat. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> He Shout had no out. recollection of even leaving his apartment. Imagine going oh, to your neighbor's fuck. house and killing their pet. What, I was thinking that you have been home in your bedroom trying to be safe. He's like, I'm really fucked up right now. I oh, need my yeah. friend to get out of here. How did this cat get in my apartment? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, these people across the street are crazy. He was like, no, I need to protect myself from other people. Yeah. No, I've he seen completely that. completely broke into I've someone seen that apartment. on Salvia, too, before. I've had a Sal- friend. His dissociative. Tried to leave my house when we were doing Salvia. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had to, like, keep them in the house so that they didn't just wander off. Yeah. And then, like, a couple minutes later, they, they came to, and they're like, what happened? That yeah. was the fucking worst experience of my life. Yeah. But they were in a totally <laughs> different they're in a totally different dimension. Yeah. <clears throat> and they could have fuck. if no one was there to monitor it's them. It's like sleepwalking. They could have wandered off into nowhere. Yeah. And they're in such a different place that any number of things could fucking yeah. and then how happen. do you communicate with them too? Yeah. In in the town I went to college in, which is Shattered, Nebraska, and you guys can look this up. There's these two guys that were, like, best friends, like, through high school and stuff like that, and they were drinking a bunch, and they took, like, a lot of mushrooms, like, probably at least, like, eight grams, you know, like, yeah, like, literally heroic-ass dose, and same, similar thing, the guy, the, the main guy who I'm talking about had, like, a thing where he thought that he was, like, saving the day, right, like, he's... He ended up fucking killing his best friend oh, in this trip. Shit. And he Jesus. just kind of like came out of it in handcuffs in the police station. Like they're bringing him into the police station. He's like, yo, what the fuck's happening? Like, and he literally murdered his best friend. And this is a small ass town, like 4,500 people, like no shit. Yeah. And this happened. And so that, that kind of blew my mind, especially cause at this time I was like sober when I first heard about this. 
And, like, a dose that big, too, especially with kids, you know? Like, these guys were in high school. Like, yeah. Well, they think it's a fun party drug, and it's, like, people don't yeah. realize that this shit... It's when you start cool. playing with your... Like, you're not... If we, f- if we just, like, framed it differently, like, as we taught kids how to do it, I feel like there, that wouldn't happen, right? Like, if we, like, let kids, like, experience, like, a, like you should always kind of take, like, enough to know what it's like to be on mushrooms, but yeah. not enough to know what it's like to be completely fucking gone. Yeah. Right? Because, like, if you've never been gone before, that's, it's hard to find your way back. Like, yeah. you don't know where you are. You're yeah. completely lost. And, and what we don't teach people is, like, hey... Just so you know, when you start playing with your perception of reality, that means your reality changes entirely yeah. to forever. you. Forever. Yeah. And, and like, even when you get sober and, like, parts of reality start to feed back in more consistently, like, you remember them feeding back in, you still have this concept of, like, how things work. Yeah. That completely changes your perspective on everything. That's why psychedelics are so, like, important in a yeah. lot of ways. But if you, if you take enough to completely erase any idea of like self mm-hmm. and you and then the thoughts in your head can just control your body without any inhibition yeah you know me fucking horrible thoughts i have a day if oh, i yeah. acted on those oh my fucking god yeah but guess what mushrooms take that away mm-hmm. like at like re- really high doses that that shit goes away yeah and and then I mean, it's just like when people get super drunk, the same thing happens, but we teach people more about being drunk. Like, we're like, oh, look, that guy's way too fucking drunk. That's why he's like, thinks he can jump off this roof right now. Yeah. Like, on mushrooms, we're like, that guy's a drug addict, and he and he thinks he's God. That's why he's jumping. It's like, no. Yeah. That's what happens when you do too many drugs, and you don't know what you're doing. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with being drunk. It's like, that's just an irresponsible drug user. Yeah. That's all it is. Because, like, psychoactives have so many positives, too, because, like... More positives know, than yeah. negatives, for Because, sure. like, you know, like, going back to what I said earlier about, like, you know, I don't hunt anymore. I don't... I don't... I don't kill mice. I don't squish bugs. That literally stemmed from some of my first acid trips. A hundred percent. You know, I just kind of like, I made that connection and it just made more sense to me because like my whole life I was raised around people that hunt all the time and, you know, we, we harvest it. Like for me, it was like, it was a spiritual thing, you know, because the first time I ever went hunting was with a pure Native American who lived his life like on the land. A hundred percent. That's probably fucking dope as fuck. So, (laughs) yeah. So like I've never shot an animal with a gun. I've only used bow. He probably just like whistled nice. and it fell over. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it just signaled it's for yeah. And then it's like, oh, time to die. Yeah, just and then the Americans the like, this is how you feel. Yeah, one day dude. you'll be as good as I am. Like, yeah, not today. he kneels down next to it. Yeah, right. He doesn't even kill it. He's like, Ooh, and it just like disappears like into like white dust. <laughs> and then he just like turns into petals. <laughs> yeah. Me, fourteen years old, I'm like, what the when? fuck and was then, that? Like, man? A fire <laughs> behind you just like erupts. <laughs> Now, boy, just smoke cooked these meat. Drugs. Yeah, right? and he's like rotating. He he's like, the and they're like, "Hum, <laughs> real dude." And he's like, "What is happening?" And this, and this is like what it seems like to people like that have never been in this realm. You know, if you grew up in a Christian family and stuff, what we talk about kind of seems like that, like some weird ritualistic shit. But whenever you're actually in it, it makes so much sense. You know, and if you if you have somewhat controlled mentally, you know, like. You're not, like, you don't just freak out and cry every time something bad happens to you, you know, stuff like that. If you're used to the drain ditch of life, you know, you kind of understand that bad shit happens and that it will always get better, you know, that that makes it so much easier. But people that have never been in that headspace, they think of, like, 
LSD. They think of mushrooms and they think that we just turn into like literally like fucking Jackal and Hyde, you know, and we just start running up and like burning things. And But that's not the case. Like, I, I recommend that when you're ready, everybody on this fucking planet should know what it's like to be on a psychoactive drug just because it opens so much more. Because if you would have asked me before I started experimenting with psychoactives, I would have been like, that's fucking losers, ridiculous. Man. Like, you're killing yourself. You know, like, hunting, I just, I could justify it from any perspective. But in, in all reality, like, that's just not the case. You know, life is very, very precious, you know, in all forms, you know. And so, like, as long as you can respect other humans and stuff like that, and that's what you come to, like, realization with, you know, when you're on these psychoactive, it's like, holy fuck, we literally have ropes that are connecting all four of us. And all 8 billion people right now. We are literally all connected, you know? And when you're on that psychoactive drug, you just, it makes so much sense. It's like, fuck, dude, why am I so angry all the time? That you doesn't can, make any you, sense, you can, you know? like, intuit yeah. how connected, like, people don't, like, the, the breakdown happens is when you can't, like, intuitively understand something. Yeah. A lot of people can, like, intuitively understand that, like, if you don't take out the trash, you're just gonna have a bunch of trash in your house. Yeah. What people don't intuitively understand is that, when you have a bunch of trash in your house and your house gets dirty and then people come into your house, they see how you live, that, like, it can compile. Like, if you have kids, they grow up living that way. There's this connective, like, like, like architecture between behavior and, and reward processes among all human beings. And just, like, it's, it's called, like, it's, I mean, it's ecosystems, right? It's ecology. It's how things, like, literally interact with each other. And we're so... To, to move through everyday life, you have to be kind of detracted from that. You can't think about it all the time because you have to go fucking make copies yeah. of, like, legal documents because someone did an oopsie and fucked a girl with, who didn't want to fuck a girl because, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein wants a new actress in her movie. Right. Like, imagine making copies for that. Like, the legal papers. <laughs> like, hey, you need to sign this NDA that says that he didn't rape you. Yeah, right? Like, okay. Like, you're not thinking about the interconnection of human beings and, like, mm -hmm. how troublesome that is for the entire universe. Yeah. Like, the uni the universal, like, potential possibilities that arise, like, the catastrophe that arises from that, like, that, that, that malbehavior is, is so beyond what we can even rationalize in the moment. But if you get, like, a little too high, like, you take a dab hit and you, like, learn about that kind of shit, you're, like, crying. Because yeah. it, you feel... You, like it's not just the empathy, but you feel the the intensity. Are you at? Are you leaving? Oh, okay. What? He's like, this is the time to leave. Sleeping in my house, and she's texting me like, I can't get a bed. Your mom is always sleeping when we do a podcast. Are you guys going out later? You might. I don't give a fuck. I don't work till ten. You're gay. You're gay, dude. There's nothing super, wrong with being gay, though. Super gay. Yeah, also, That's all. By the way, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. Man, this is killer shit. Yeah, yeah. The mango. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It's just like, it just makes so much more fucking sense, man. I have like my best friend. Shout out to Brandon Kyle. So many shout outs in this. This is my first podcast ever, so forgive me for that. But 
Brandon, Kyle, and I, we lived in the same house. We used to hate each other. Not hate each other, but we definitely were not friends. On the same wrestling team, a girl broke his heart, cheated on him. Were you friends? No. How did you move in with each other? So this is how it happened. His, Him and his best friend at the time and his girlfriend were all living in one house. She was fucking his best friend when he goes... Like, he, like, I think he got home from work, and they were, like, fucking in the car or something like that. Some crazy shit. And, uh, and we don't, re- like, we don't talk about it because we're past that now. But what happened is I was like, yo, Brandon, if you want to get high, I come over with my dad pen. We fucking <laughs> just would get super stoned. He's got a guitar sitting in the corner of his room. I'm like, hey, man, I, I can't really play, but I can play some chords. Like, you want to learn how to play that thing? And we watch a John Mayer documentary, and we just like bonded. We started smoking all the time, and then I got this opportunity where I had a job, where I had a ha- like a house that came with it, and I was like, "Dude, you want to come live with me? Rents one hundred and fifty bucks a night, or like a month. I mean, you know, like a month. Yeah. One hundred and fifty is all they paid, and uh, in utilities, so like one eighty is what it came out to, you know. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm about it." And perspective lacks what happens inside of that house. But we did a lot of drugs. We did, I mean, like, not crazy drugs. We did a lot of acid. We did a lot of mushrooms. And we just, honestly, what it was is we just talked about emotions and things that we like, things that we like. You know, we talked about guitar. We talked about how fucking girls are, you know, relationships are tough and all that sort of stuff. And and he comes from a family, like, a real good family, good He's got two brothers. Everybody does well in school. Everybody's successful. Everybody's happy. I came from the drain ditch, you know? And so it was like two opposite ends of the... What do you mean, dude? Your dad was a, a drug dealer yeah. and a tattoo artist? We also... We, <laughs> dude, we lived in this trailer where, like, in front of the sink, in the bathroom, most of the bathroom was, like, sunken in. You were standing on just the carpet or just the... Because, like, everything underneath had rotted out. There was holes in the house and shit like that. And and the thing that's super crazy about that is I didn't know anything different until I started seeing with friends and whatnot, you know? Is that like the is that like the predominant living situation of most yeah. people in that area? Oh no, because like a lot of people live pretty nice. You know, it's just like and it, it's just like we had talked about earlier, you know, he was raised, my grandpa was not a good guy, you know, he was a bad guy, beat him like crazy, greasy as fuck, all that sort of stuff, so the house was always a mess, he didn't think anything of it, so then he gets kids, those kids start fucking being greasy, no one thinks anything of it, you know, so we lived in such a trash house that it was like, we just didn't know anything different, and neither did he, you know, so... I don't blame, I learned how to forgive, you know, once I got older, because I realized that it's not his fault. It's how he was raised and stuff like that. And I love my dad. You know, we don't, I don't fucking call him ever, you know, we don't yeah. talk and just like <laughs> shoot the shit about shit. life. But <laughs> when I you, see dad. him, dude, yeah, like straight up, it's like, dude, he's got a YouTube channel where he like does comic books. Like that's his oh, thing. Shit. What's really? his What's his YouTube channel? Uh, f- I, fuck, I think it's, oh, it's a... Uh, I'll, I'll plug old Steve DeSursa here. It's <laughs> Captain Comics. Captain as in Cap, Whoa. and then N Comics. That's Captain like he's, Comics. He's hip with the times. That's like really popular, isn't it? Captain Comics. Captain Comics. He's got a pretty. He's got more followers and he has the more me. views on his YouTube channel <laughs> I've than I've ever before. had. Captain Comics. 
And uh, and he he'll like dress up as a pirate and shit. He's like a super weird guy, but at the same time, like I understand the hurt in the man. You know, I understand that life happens, and I don't t- like. I get that it's not your fault. You know, like you could have made choices differently. Like me, I've made a lot of choices because I had people in my life that said that's probably not the best way. But I always thought for myself. So it's like I'm not gonna follow the cookie cookie cutter route. You know. Yeah. But at the same time, I would like to do things right. Because in reality, the good guy wins, you know? Like, if you're... At least wins for himself. Exactly. Because right? like that's, that's what, what it comes down realize. to. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're not, you're not winning for the eyes of others. You're no, winning yeah. for the eyes of yourself. Because that's because ego. You're, you're yeah. the judge of mm-hmm. your, own, your own actions. Yeah, 100%. I think that's what Buddha, Buddhism teaches the most yeah. of. It's like, your perspective on life is the only one that you can validate. 100%. You don't even know if other people exist. Yes. You don't. Yeah, and so like, why are you living for this non-existent majority? Yeah, when when the only thing that you can validate, at least from your perspective, is you. Yeah, so live to please you, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean like people interpret that the wrong way, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and some people who are in that situation also think like, you know, well, for me, I don't give a fuck, you know. So it's like that makes me happy. Behavior, yeah, you know. So that that's something that happens too, but. And that's why I think it's so important to surround yourself in people that maybe, you know, are on the border. You know, I like to sit on the edge and kind of see, like, what's happening on both ends. Because I'm definitely not a cookie-cutter guy, but I'm also not, like, so far gone that I just don't give a fuck. Because, I, you know, I definitely give a fuck about a lot of things. Well, but everyone does. Like, yeah. how complacent would you have to be to not give a fuck? Yeah, and that's rock bottom. That's what I guess you would label rock bottom is when you don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, you're literally not, not listening. Yeah. That's what not give a fuck means. People yeah. think like, oh, he doesn't give a fuck. He's so cool. It's like, no, he cares. Yeah. That guy definitely cares. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like a good example is like, I, I always talk about Little Peep, but um, I don't know if you know who Little Peep is, yeah, but he's yeah. like a music artist that, that passed away. Rest but he's like peace. a really, really like, people think about like, oh, he's a drug addict who took drugs and like died on drugs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, SoundCloud rapper, but he's a lot different than a lot of the other SoundCloud. Yeah. He's like a deep kind of person. and But people look at him like, oh, he doesn't give a fuck. It's like, no, dude. He, gives he cares so much about fucking everybody. Yeah. Like his last tweet was, li- like his last like Instagram post was like, I want to be everybody's everything. That doesn't sound like a person who doesn't care to me. Yeah, and that's not ego either. No. You know, it's not like he wants to be like the totem in the middle. It's just like... No. He wants to help to be, people. Yeah, the yeah. Thing that brings people together. Mm-hmm. That makes them feel better. Yeah, and you could see that through his like behavior and how he treated people mm-hmm. up e- even until like, the day he died. Like he was just yeah. the whole tour he was on was killing him. Yeah, he was on this tour and it was killing him because mm-hmm. he had to run it. He had no tour manager, and then they were just feeding him drugs because he wanted to stop. Yeah, all like a lot of his songs were like, "Hey, dude, I don't want you want to do this anymore. I just wish yeah. I could go back to like what it was like beforehand." Mm-hmm. I wasn't famous. Nobody knew who the fuck I was. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't just, need this to. Yeah. yeah. Sad. It is, it's super. I mean, even Grateful Dead. That's my band. You know, I'm Jerry Garcia. He get gets a lot of flack. I mean, he died in a rehab facility from a heart attack. Dude, I mean, life comes in so many different ways, and especially like a star of that magnitude, you know, somebody who has such a big addiction. And that's one thing that I don't think is fair for guys like Lil Peep. Right. And and most people nowadays, because like what's one thing that can get you out of like the 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 cage of reality that people try to force you into? 
drugs, right? It's an easy way out, but at the same time, if you're not like it, that's exactly you know. So that's you got to definitely pick your battles. It's another cage. It's a cage within a cage. Exactly. So people don't realize that, like people think, like drug addiction, that the drugs are the problem. Yeah. The drugs are not the problem. It's it's the environment that's the problem. A hundred percent. The drugs are just the only thing that helps at all. Yeah. And so people, and but the problem is, like the other people also doing these drugs are maybe not the best people. They've yeah. also done like really fucked up things and they've gotten mm-hmm. themselves into very bad situations where people don't realize how dangerous like drug trade is. Like it's different now because like weed's like legal and shit, but people yeah. don't fucking realize. Like mm-hmm. unless you unless you like know a dealer and like you, like wh- name a dealer who doesn't fucking carry a gun on him. Yeah. That's not like a like a oh, I need to show I'm tough. That's like a this is in case someone else wants to pull a gun on Life or death, my yeah. Because yeah. that's how much it means to some people to get what they need, you know, what they need, which is that drug. And it's, it's super fi- unfair, and that's why I fuck the government. Fuck everybody involved in the government, man. Because they don't give a fuck about people like that. Don't give a fuck. You know, and like psychology is such a huge thing, and, and I'll bring this up a hundred times. That age of fucking five to ten years old what happens in that window literally will directly affect the rest of your life and you know i'm diagnosed ptsd from my childhood but at the same time like i don't necessarily let that affect me i don't think about stuff that happened when i was a kid and stuff like that just because i had so many positive forces but i also allowed myself to think outside of it because everybody's gonna give their two cents like oh you didn't deserve that you don't deserve this but at the same time, like, dude, that's fucking life. Like, what do it's I do not, next? It's not about what you deserve. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. It's like, what What do I do next? You know, like, what's what's the next step I'm going to take to help get me not only out of that position, but help me start a new one so, like, when I have kids, I don't live in a greasy trailer where there's holes in the floor. You know, stuff like that. Like, I'm not yeah. eating spaghetti or peanut butter and jellies every night. That sort of shit. And, like, and not to make anybody feel like bad because the thing is that's the last thing I want to do what I want to do is for people to like read books to be interested in things to care about love you know I love love you know the thing is like anybody that's actually like ever been in that situation is not feeling bad about what you said yeah they're like yeah dude this sucks I don't want to this for my whole life like they they can especially now with the internet they see what people can live like yeah you can see it all over the place you know like why can't I have that also I want that PB&J's and spaghetti I can't eat that shit anymore it's not that bad Dude, I, yeah, I'll you, fuck with a peanut butter and jelly. Dude, I literally to this day, I can eat pizza, but like spaghetti, like, no. I can't eat, Yo, I can't eat red sauce, bro. That fucking like because Chef I eat so much. shit? No, no like oh, the cans, bro. Fuck, fuck, fuck that. You know what's good? Uh, Spaghettios. Spaghettios. Yeah. <laughs> mix, after spaghettios. If you mix Spaghettios with mac and cheese, that shit is Spaghetti surreal. mac? Spaghetti-o mac, huh? Mac-ios. That actually sounds like a fucking fuego-ass Mac Chili Mac. When I was on the road, man, what I would do is I'd go to the dollar store, I'd get a can of chili, and I'd get a can of this, like, Mac, like, it's just noodles, essentially, and get some fucking ground beef. Oh, mix that shit together, bro. But what is that fucking hamburger helper? Yo, dude, hamburger helper was Shout another out. one of them things. Okay, yeah, that so glove, man, the four-finger glove. Brother. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I always say this to all my buddies, too, because, like, it's funny. Cause people always think I'm, like, some 
like rich snobby kid especially like in college because really? i always would dress like super nice, nice and yeah, okay. you know because like you're the ceo of yourself you know yeah, so okay. like if i present myself well people will, well, if your business looks all pretty people will come to the business because like especially if, you know it looks nice if they see me here you know i might get a good rep so people would kind of hang out with me because they think i was in that scene but i was, I was still a rat and i always say this to my friends you can take the kid out the struggle, but you can't take the struggle out the kid, you know? So I still do the same thing, man. I'll fucking, I, I love to live on the road. I'll sleep out the car like I don't give a fuck. I'll sleep on a hardwood floor like it don't matter. The thing is, it's just like kind of the little it's experiences. It's romantic almost. It, exactly. You don't want to do it. Like, it's poetry, It's never man. like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> it's like, bro, if that's what we're doing tonight. We're, there's one time if I was hanging out with your brother. That's what we do. We were both so fucked up that there's no way we're getting like, if we yeah. drove, like, if we went home, we were dying. Like, that was, like, it. Well, 100% we're both dying. Like, we're going to be the fucking news story tomorrow. Live for the night, man. And, and so, but here's the dilemma. The floor is lava. Yeah. So, this floor, we were in this fucking crazy, like, apartment in, um, over by, like, Mariloma, I think. No, it wasn't even Mariloma. Where the fuck was this? It was over by the Atlantis, I think, actually. Ghetto as fuck. This dude had, like, his parents had a ton of money, and he dressed like, uh, God, dude, who's the guy who wore his green in South Park? Kenny? No, no Kenny's Kenny. orange. Um, Kyle. Kyle? He looks like, exactly, like, like, Kyle. that was, like, his identity. He's like, dude, I'm just gonna look like Kyle from South Park, and people will like me. That, that was, and he's like, I own this apartment, con-. like, he owned it, like, it was, like, a condo at this oh, point, like, they bought, like, his parents bought it for him. Oh, like, there was no yeah. rent, he doesn't pay rent, he just yeah. fucking lived so, like, fucking tagging all over the walls. Dude, everything was broken. Nothing worked. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was basically just like a, like a, uh, like a crack den that you have parties at. Like, essentially oh, yeah. what it was. Like, there was, like, bedrooms. Like, people would still, like, live house. there. It was, a, it was a trap house. Yeah. yeah. And, and so the floor, me and Blue were, like, looking, and we're like, dude, I think we got to sleep here. And they're like, yeah, you guys can sleep here. And I'm like, I know, but, like, look at your floor. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is just, like, puke and, like, piss and who, kno- who knows what else is on this floor. Every fluid Dude, you like, can You imagine. can, like, lift. It was carpet, too. So, like, you lift your foot up. It's just, like, like yeah. off carpet. Peeling bro. yourself off. Off carpet. <laughs> you're, like, stuck to the carpet. It's not Fuck, even, like, lam- like laminate floors. Uh, and so you're just, like, Dude, there's no way I'm putting my face <laughs> on this floor. So yeah. we're just, like, both, like, like, hey, dude. Okay, so. We're going to, like, fall asleep <laughs> until some, one of us feels sober enough to get home. Yeah. And so we were just both, like, like passing out, like, waking up. Are you sober yet? No, no, no. Like, no. <laughs> we're, like, in these chairs. <laughs> Dude, that, the dude. struggle, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then there's all these other kids at this house. And then this, we went to a party again there. And then this, like, ginger kid, like, lit his nuts on fire. I, used, I think Blue might still have the video. I had the video for sure. <laughs> And like in the kitchen, he's like, oh! and we're like, whoa! And it's like it's so crowded in this fucking apartment. I'm surprised it didn't like collapse it below. Oh like, yeah, we are like sh- like this with each other, and this dude like finds enough space to light his nuts on fire, and everyone like can't like move out <laughs> fast enough yeah. from this fucking guy who's on, and and like it's not going out. So he's like, ah! It never and, like, yeah. and he's so big, and he's like clunky, he's like flying, like a spider flying through yeah. the apartment. His like legs are touching each wall, and and like he's on fire, and we're all like, oh fuck! And like everyone's like trying to get out of the way, and like everyone's like getting like stuck against the wall, like at a concert, like, yeah. bouncing like this. 
And then, and then, and then, and then someone out of nowhere throws a bottle at this glass table and it just bounces off and like, like lands like next to these people and they're like, and the bottle's like on fire. The fucking Molotov. Oh shit. They threw a Molotov cocktail at the fucking glass. It luckily it didn't break. Yeah. Bro, in a crowded apartment full. And then they're like, this is going to be pretty sick. Let's go outside and start throwing Molotovs. And then me and Blue were like, what is happening? And we went outside and like these people are like, yeah, we're going to go throw these. And we're like, all right, see, we're going to go home. And then like later, maybe we followed them at least until like we got to the Atlantis. I don't remember. But then I went like, dude, they're like throwing Molotovs at a casino. Like we're going to get arrested. Like this isn't like, like we're going to, we're going to get fucked for this. So like, let's just go home. So we went home. And then, like, uh, I'm at, like, school, and my mom, like, texts me. She's like, were you at the Atlantis last night? And I was like, no. <laughs> why? What's up? She's like, why? What's up, mom? She's like, did you hear about this? I was like, no. She's like, like, three kids arrested for throwing Molotovs at the Atlantis. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the Pepper Mill, not the Atlantis. Oh, yeah. shit. Bro, shout out to that, the pepper mill. Shout out to the pepper mill. Dude, <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild like, as fuck. Like, like, like ooh, skated away from that one. Yeah, like, fuck. Holy dude. fuck, we must have left just in time. Man, that's so wild. God. Shit like that don't happen in South Dakota, folks. I'm Two people you. got stabbed at that party. Whoa. Two people, and that was like a common occurrence <laughs> to every party I went to in Reno. Yeah. We're like, only two. Like, <laughs> that's not bad it's so, we should like, go back there there was <laughs> one time me and blue went to a party it was a halloween party and we were go- like we don't know like in high school for whatever reason it was easy to go to parties that you just didn't know about yeah like you didn't know anyone there and you're just like i know a guy who's going to it yeah and they're like that's good enough <laughs> so you just go and it's like we're high schoolers like, trying to get into a college party over up on um college like road or whatever it's like uh off of mccarran mm-hmm. and um so, we go up into the, these houses. They're nice houses. They're like, you know, two story, yeah. normal like family houses. But it's all it's like only college students live there. So there's like a cul-de-sac, and we're driving up through the cul-de-sac, and like people are like fleeing from the cul-de-sac, and we're like, why is everyone leaving the party? And then like we get up there, and then like, hey, is the party still happening? And and they're like, no, dude, everyone's got to go. The cops are coming. And we're like, what? Like, yeah, dude, some of the cops are coming. And I was like, okay. And then we're, like, driving, and we're, like, just stuck in, like, the traffic leaving the party. Oh, yeah. Just away from the cul-de-sac. We're, like, what the fuck is this? Like, and then we pull up, and then, like, we're looking outside the window. The window's down, and there's, like, all these people, like, walking and stuff. And then there's this guy, like, laying on the ground. There's, like, three people laying. We're, like, like, oh, my God. Like, someone call 911. Get an ambulance here. Get an ambulance. Oh, fuck. Like, he's not breathing. He's not breathing. And we're, like, what happened? He's, like, someone shot him. Someone shot him at the fucking party. Oh, wow. And then we called up our friend Marcus, and we're like, hey, dude, this party is bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Do not like, it's okay. Up. We'll throw it to the next one. And we went, like, literally up the street and around the corner to another party that same night where I met, like, like old friends from, like, elementary school. Yeah. That's just what it's like growing you up. You guys are all just bonding about that. We're, like, looking at a guy who's probably dead shot. now. Yeah. yeah. We're like, that sucks. sucks. Party on, Garth. And, like, we joke. <laughs> He got dealt a bad hand, man. Fuck. And now I look back, like, and then I went though. to San Diego, where, like, going from parties where people were getting like stabbed and shot, and then I go to San Diego, 
so here's a funny oh this is the story I was gonna say about uh, college is when I applied for San Diego I just wanted to get out of like UNR like I yeah. live with my mom I, I need to get the fuck out of here I couldn't find a job that paid me enough to like live on my own I had no skills um, so I was like I need to get the fuck out so if I can just go to college I can get away and so I started looking for places that do like neuroscience like number one in neuroscience and then I found UCSD my ex has a friend that went to UCSD so I was like, fuck yeah. I like, and she was like a hot bitch, like party bitch. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Like, I can't wait. Like, we're going to UCSD, San Diego, live on the beach, party every day. Oh yeah. Fucking, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted to go party for four years. That's yeah. all I wanted to do. Um, and, but have the excuse, like, oh, it's the number one neuroscience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then, when aunt and uncle ask, you know. Yeah. So I like fucking typed in and, and then like I did my application and miraculously I got it. And I'm going, and I'm, like, there, and then, like, uh, and then, like, wait a minute. This place doesn't seem as advertised. Where's the football team? Yeah. And then I, like, Google UCSD, and they don't have a football team. I was like, I swear the Banana Slugs, right? No. Where is that? Santa Barbara is the Banana Slugs. And then, so, and I was like, well, that's weird. I... Like what? What's happening? Like wh- yeah. where? Like this girl? Like uh, my ex dates this? Like my my ex like knew had a friend that was like super fucking hot, and she goes to UCSD. They we have a football team. They have like a crazy party life. I've seen the Snapchat stories. Like yeah, I want this. Where is this? I looked it up, and this is when I found out that not everywhere is like Reno. Yeah, you don't just have one college. San Diego. <laughs> Yeah. Has like six fucking colleges in it, like and I thought, yeah, SDSU? I thought I, was, I thought I applied to SDSU. <laughs> yes, bro. Fuck. SDSU is the party school. Yeah, I went, and then I like looked up UCSD, and it's like UC socially dead. Like that's literally the acronym that describes the campus. Oh fuck! And I was like, oh great, here yeah. we go. What's <laughs> the like, fucking uh, that line? It's like. State schools are. These state schools are the best. State schools Shout are where the, state. the yeah. girls are half as hot, but or half as smart, but twice as hot. Yes, yeah. twice as likely twice to flash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, from super bad. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, dude, <laughs> dude! State schools are the fucking shit, bro. Like here, here's my whole philosophy on it: is if your school doesn't have a football team. You don't have, like, the potential of high-paid athletes coming into your university, so why would you have high-paid hot talent coming in, right? So if you want if you want super hot fucking girls to go to your school, let's think about the o- economics of, like, attractiveness. If you're a super hot girl and you have money and you're going to go to college, you're not going to go to Harvard because Harvard doesn't have a good football team. You're going to go to where you can hang out with, like, you're going to go to Duke University, you're going to go to SDSU. You're going to go to Penn State. That's where the hot girls go. You're going to go to Florida State University because, goddamn, you're going to fucking date uh, the future NFL so player. So, SDSU football players have better are better than uh, UC San Diego football? There is no UC San Diego football. So, here's the thing. Oh, they just don't is even. The, the La Jolla is the technical city that UCSD exists in. And... It, La Jolla is, like, notoriously anti-Semitic. No way. Yeah, they hate Jewish people. 
I don't know why that has to do anything with football, but also yeah, they also hate parties and shit. So we don't. Oh, we're not yeah. allowed to have any frat row. We're not allowed to have a football team because they think that's too much like nonsense. And the yeah. school just caves to it. They're like, okay, if you say so. Yeah, live in this well, city. it's probably money too. But literally, know. the thing about it is like you go to SDSU, there's like low income housing like all over the place. Mm-hmm. You go to like UCSD, you walk across the street. And there's some of the most expensive houses on the planet. Like, literally, yeah. I could walk to. One time I got so fucked up, and, like, UCSD is literally on the coastline. Like, you can walk to the coastline in, like, two minutes. And so I'm walking through the San Diego Hills at night, blackout drunk, and I thought there was, like, a path down to the beach. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. There definitely is. A, for anyone who lives in San Diego, it's called Black's Beach. And you know the path that I'm talking about if you if you know a Black Beach. I couldn't find that because it was pitch black. And also, anyone in San Diego that's ever been to Black's Beach knows that if you don't go down that path, you fall 200 feet to your death. Oh, like, cliff, it's yeah. a cliff. Like, there is no... And I'm just, like, walking, and I just hear the sounds of the ocean. And it's, it's right just there. Black. Where is it? Yeah, I mean, it's pitch black. I yeah. can only see, like, a foot in front of me. There's no lights. And I'm just, like... I can kind of, like, see the college in, like, the distance. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I'm just, like, okay... I know I'm, like, on the path, like, okay, I'm just going to keep walking. And then, like, I fall down this, like, cavern, like, this, like, canyon. And I have my skateboard in my backpack. And, by the way, all the people that I was with left once once I couldn't find the path. Like, I was like, hey, God, we were at a party. I was like, guys, let's fucking skate down to the beach. I know a path down to Black's. And they're like, fuck, yeah, let's go party at Black's, like, whatever. And then I get there, I'm like, I swear there's a path here. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I swear. I've never gone down it, but people told me. Yeah. And then they're like, dude, I think we're all going to die if we try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you guys. You're pussies. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went, like, I had to, like, go over a thing, a sign that says do not, like, like yeah. danger cliffs. <laughs> I, like, walk over <laughs> that. <laughs> and then I, I go further, and I'm just like, I can't see anything. And I just fall down this fucking, like, I don't even know how far I fell. I just fell into a ditch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm also carrying my sk- skateboard down here. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and now I have a skateboard and a backpack on. And, and like, I see like this like light and these two, like I can see like the silhouettes of like two guys like sitting on a distant cliff. And I'm like hiking up and climbing yeah. up. <sighs> like I'm covered in like thorns and like yeah. bush, like whatever. Nature's taking yeah. you over. <laughs> and the only thing these two guys can see is the the blackness of space and the immense ocean that is in front of them. There's nothing else. You can't see. You can barely even see the ocean. You can maybe see the moon just shining on the light so you can see yeah. the, like, the line of the horizon. And they just see like this head pop up, <sighs> like crawling up this hill. And, and I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, wh- like there's no, like, it, when you go to, like, where I came out of, like, that day, like, I look back in, like, the daylight. Just came out for a swim, dance. It's, like, yeah. no, like, out of nowhere. Like, there's no chance that a human is, like, crawling out of this cat, like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, also, these guys are sitting behind what is surely a $30 million house. Like overlooking the beachfront of San Diego, and I'm like, "What's up, guys? Oh, I'm fucked. I'm fucked up." Yeah. Hey guys, and and they're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. What are you guys doing?" 
Like, I, I'm like, what? I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing here? Yeah. And they're like, oh, my, I'm like, yeah. Like, I throw them off guard. They're like, yeah, my best friend's getting married tomorrow. And I was like, oh, cold feet, huh? It's like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, no way. And he's like, yeah, like, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, well, good luck with that, bros. Ha ha. And I like leave. Because like, I like walk back up to the college. I can only imagine what those guys thought for like the rest of their life. Yeah, they probably still talk about it to this day. Like, dude. We fucking like, met we up with an Jesus. actual sea like, monster. I didn't yeah. marry that girl because that dead. fucking silhouette out of the ocean. <laughs> it was a sign. That's so yeah, crazy. I was, I was, the day I was a sign from God. They got I was the like, s- don't marry her if you're out here. Like, like, they left. were looking for it. If you're out here, she's Fuck, not the one. Dude. Peace out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, said, I was like, look at your house, dude. You can get any girl you want. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> not like left. <laughs> And then, and then the funniest part is like I'm crawling, like I'm, I'm finally back on the campus. I'm like walking through the bushes, and I'm fucked up. And, like I don't, I'm not even walking on the paths that are like made for people. I'm like walking into bushes because I'm so drunk. And and then my, like I see this dude. He's like, right? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I just think like the cop, like I'm like, oh here's here comes campus security, like to get me in trouble or whatever. He's like, right, right. And then it's my friend Mike. Oh, fuck. and he's this Korean guy, and he's like really tall, and he's really funny. And he's the guy who was hosting the party before. He's like, oh, my God. Ari, what's up, Ari? How you doing? Like, where the fuck did you go, man? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, I, yeah, I, just, I couldn't find it. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if I completely forgot. That we even went and down, then, like, the so, next like, chapter of the night. Yeah, he's like, you starts. look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if I told you about all that went down, man, it'd burn off both your ears. Like, yeah, fuck, bro. Dude. That That's, is so cool, man. But, but that was, like, the night I realized, I was like, hey, dude, maybe, well, that was one of the nights. There was another night where we went back from this party, and it was, like, downtown San Diego, and then we got, took a bus back to, like, a bus stop. It was, like, a party bus, and we went back to part of a fraternity thing, and then they dropped us off, like, close to the college, but not, like, that close. And I was like, I found my way, huh? <laughs> and then, like, walking home, and then, like, fucking, like, I remember tearing down this this construction fence, and it was such a long fence. Like I thought it was just a like, like one fence thing, like a big like six yeah. foot square. <laughs> and I thought I had to get over it for whatever reason. I was like, "That's the sidewalk over there." Like, because I was like telling people, like, "Don't walk on the sidewalk. We're doing things to it." But I was like, "I need to get to the sidewalk to be a good." Prote-. I was in the street, like in the middle yeah. of the road. I need to be a good pedestrian, so I'm like trying to crawl over it, and like I can't, so I'm just like falling. And the whole thing comes down. I'm like, this is a lot heavier than I thought. And it was literally like like half a mile of fence that I pulled. <laughs> Just starts falling. Yeah. <laughs> Just fuck. blocked off an entire lane of traffic. And then like walking it up like, I don't know where I, I know I can make it home. I cure the fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah. I know where the ocean is. I know I'm right there. And then, and then like knocking on apartment doors. I'm like, this is the Roosevelt College, right? They're like, dude, you no. Like what the fuck? Get away from me! And I'm like, okay, and then like leave, like like uh, like jump into some bushes, and like and then like finally call an Uber. And I'm just like wandering, literally in the middle of the road at like three in the morning. And the guy picks me up and is like, dude, I'm fucked up. And he's like, I can tell, yeah. but we're gonna get you home, mate. And then we like we high fived, and then he ran every red light. I remember that vividly. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's a red light. And he's like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like all the way to my apartment, and I couldn't even get into my apartment. I think this is actually the same night. Wow, this is a more fucked up story than I remember. 
as I start to remember it. And so I get I can't open my apartment door. I'm using my credit card <laughs> to try to get to, in. to yeah, we have like a student card. Yeah. And I'm trying to enter my pen. There's no chance I'm entering the pen correctly regardless. But I'm using my credit card instead. <laughs> and then I'm like I got to pee. So I just pee in fr- on the door. Oh fuck yeah. And then eventually my friend like not my friend, I fucking hate the guy, but thankful for him to be there that night. <laughs> uh. He opens the fucking door and he's like, You're fucked up. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, Thank you for opening the door. And blah, 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 blah. I was like, Stumble. I think I like puke in the bathroom and then I like walk over to my room and I open the door and I get butt ass naked. And I go to bed and I puke on the side of my bed. I'm like, Oh, good luck, whatever. And I go to the bathroom and I got the piss. And then I get there. And I always locked my door in college. Every time I left the room, I was locked it because I had my keys on me. Because I didn't want those fucking creepy dudes that I roomed with going into my fucking room. Because yeah. like, they would. Oh, it's yeah. fucking. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so I, I go into the bathroom and I'm fucking pissing. And I'm like, that's good. Okay, good. We made it. Like, I made it home. I'm yeah. thinking I'm a fucking survivor. I did this. I, I You don't even know what I went through. I was in the <laughs> middle of the road tonight. <clears throat> I was like taking videos, like for like I thought it was Snapchat, but it was just videos, <laughs> like on my phone. Camera roll, <laughs> like, <"Rah!"> like <laughs> climbing over this fence and like into this business that I didn't belong. But then, and then I go, I go to like open my door, and it's locked because I have the habit of always locking my door. Yeah, but I'm never naked when I leave. But I'm naked now, and and then I'm like, oh. So I like knock on their door, and these guys are like, "Oh, dude, you're naked. Do you want like?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm out. I'm sorry." Yeah. And then I just remember being so hungover the next day that like I had to like <laughs> crawl to the living room to like eat something, and then crawl back to my like literally crawl on the floor, like I couldn't move. And and then and then like only like a year or two years later that I realized like, oh, maybe I shouldn't drink like that. Yeah. It doesn't always have to get Maybe to that I level yet. Have to get that fucked up. It's important though to experience a couple of nights like that, man. That builds character like a son of a bitch, big time. Dude, the, I wish it. I wish it involved more sex and hot girls. Yeah. I really do. Like, I wish those stories. Those stories sound like. But then you fucked the hot girl, right? Like you got the you got the girl at the end You're of the right. night, and like she was like super in. That I wasn't was even it. Throwing yes. up naked in front of a roommate I don't like. Yeah, somebody, facts, somebody has those stories. I know, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> those are the good stories. Oh, that same, that same. Uh, I think it was like the same day, my friend Ian had a girl coming in, and he's like, "Oh, this girl Saskia, she, I think it's gonna be really into you." I was like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I already sent her pictures." And I was like, "Cool." But then I go out and get all fucked up that night, and I come back, and then. I'm hung over this day. I'm so fucked. And then I'm like super fucking high just to like take the edge off the hangover. And then like I hear like knocks on my door, which is like a panic inducing thing for me. Mm-hmm. I have extreme social anxiety. I'm like, <gasps> oh, yeah. I like, open the door and like I stick my head out. I'm like, what's up? what's up? And then, and like I'm, I think I'm shirtless and I'm just, I, I think I'm fucked like, like a slot. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, Here's Ian and this, like, really pretty girl. And I was like, he's like, hey, bro, I just wanted to, like, introduce you to Saskia. And I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, fuck yeah, cool, whatever. Like, nice to meet you, Saskia. And, like, gave her, like, knuckles. Like, she, like, tried to, like, hug me or something. <laughs> like, and I like, went back to my, d- and he's like, okay. Like, that, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut the door. 
And then, like, the next day, day. he, like, texted me. He's like, dude, she wanted to fuck you. Like, what did you do? I was like, dude, there's no chance. I wasn't even (laughs) on Earth, man. Well, that morning was the the only time she she wanted to have sex with you. No, we ended up, like, having sex, but I still couldn't get it up because I was so socially anxious. But it wasn't that day. She, like, stayed for, like, a... I was a big, like, love guy. I was always getting girlfriends and shit for, like, years at a time. And Like, in high school, I had a girlfriend for, like, six months. And then I had a girlfriend for, like, three years. And then whenever we broke up, I was, like, it's, like, the start of my senior year, you know. I was, like, I'm going to fuck everything that walks, first of all. And I'm never getting a girlfriend again. (laughs) And then I fucking meet. First girl you meet. Yeah, dude, literally, I'm at Shields buying compression shorts. And I meet this hot-ass blonde. And I was like, my receipt's missing something. Your number. She ends up giving it to me reluctantly. And now, six years later, I've got the same girlfriend, Megan Riley. Love you. That's my girl. And she came from this super religious, never even kissed a guy before we'd met. Which is cool from my perspective, because then it's like, yeah, yeah, at the time, you know, and, and I, right now, currently, yeah, and so, dude, it was like, (laughs) but she's like, fucking come a long way, because like, in the, in the beginning, you know, like, weed was like, like, you literally, weed was the key to like, Satan's fucking front door, you know, and then a a couple, or about, sometime during the summer, God, he smokes yeah, and at this time I was like sober so as fuck. No? Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, that's how I think about that girl at picnic when I write six six six. Like I think she's just so enamored by it. Like yeah, she just can't that is the it. weirdest yeah. fucking thing ever. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean. No, no, you're good. But I got Megan. We did some mushrooms with uh, my buddy Brandon, and uh, like, and I I would always like you know I I tripped a lot, man. Like. <laughs> Over that time in our relationship, I'd tripped so many times. And I would, like, tell her, like, try to, like, explain kind of what the fuck I'm getting at, you know? And she's like, dude, it makes so much more sense. Our relationship went from being, like, you know, a steady incline to... To, like, a whoop. Yeah, we just were, like, fucking on the same page, like, immediately. She's just, like... Isn't that beautiful? It That's was... So it's such a beautiful thing, because we met in the middle, like, big time, you know? It's like, I'm a big Jack Kerouac fan, author... Wrote on the road, Dharma bums, and he has a Wait, line. Wait, is it? Am I thinking of the road? Different. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. But there's there's a line in Kerouac, one of his books, where he says he's like talking about a woman, same kind of situation. He says, "Allow me my soul, yet love me." And I said that to Megan one time, and it's we're such opposite people, you know. I'm gonna get my tattoos. I'm gonna fucking play my guitar. I'm gonna love the Grateful Dead. I'm gonna love my psychoactive drugs. And but you should allow, like, to yourself to love me because that's not necessarily all that I am. You know, you know what I am in the big picture. You've seen every little nook and cranny for the most part. And I try my hardest to be as open and honest with her, even like the weirdest and craziest shit. And she does the same to me because I feel like soulmates aren't like real. You really gotta like make them. You know, and it's like if you're down, like you're down. Otherwise, like I think so many like, move this, like, on. Fucking thing that happens right away, but then you have to like work yeah. at it, build like, it. With my ex, like I think she, in a way, was like a soulmate. Like when I first met her, like we clicked so hard for no reason. Like, yeah, it did, nothing about like her and me together ever made sense. Mm-hmm. 
Aside from the fact that we had like sim, like we like trauma bonded, maybe that was like, yeah. like the the thing, and then it like just dissolved into chaos. But but I think back to that, and like instead of like hating the, like the experience, I'm like, oh wait, no, I can actually like still understand that I really like this person. Yeah, I like what happened sucks. We weren't right for each other, mm-hmm. but there is like still this this pure goodness in in the fact that like. In some multiverse scenario, there's a person like me that was better suited for a person like her. Yeah. And then that that was like the soulmate thing. Mm-hmm. And then so, and we just couldn't make the soulmate thing work out. But even a glimpse of that does so much for like the longevity of your life and mm-hmm. that directionality on what, like, where do I go from here, you know? Because you can check off the boxes, well, this definitely can't be a thing, you know, but... You narrow it down, and then, like, someday, you know, even if it's not even, like, somebody you're sexually attracted to, you're going to find that person that you connect with so well that it's, like, literally nothing else matters, you know, which is pretty... I feel like that's, that's like, as close to reaching enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, like, as close to enlightenment as it is, is finding that connection that's so pure that it doesn't need outside forces to let it keep going. Yeah. So... I, I think about this a lot when I think about, like, what is love? Because people say, like, you need to be loving. And it's, like, it's a good statement, but it's, like, can you define what that is, though? Yeah. Can you, like, Didn't let us point understand the answer, what it yeah. means? Because, like, a lot of people think, like, love is, like, lust. It's very easily yeah. confused. And, like, the difference between, like, love and lust is, like, there is the necessity for the outcome. Mm-hmm. Love is is acting upon others with an unconditional return. Yeah. Like you don't expect anything in return. It, there could even be a harmful return, mm-hmm. and you did it because you knew it was the only thing that that should have been done. Yeah. is the only right... Like, if, if, if your life was built into a decision of right and wrong things, it is the only right thing that could have been done. Mm-hmm. And you did the thing that was right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and when you act on those types of impulse... and. That's very tricky the thing to say for people who are fucked up. If you're fucked up, figure out your shit first before you start acting on what's right and wrong. You don't know yet. But when you look deep into yourself and you've questioned yourself and you've decided your own moral compass about what's right and wrong mm-hmm. and you decide to act purely in love and all and like love is not like oh between a partner and everything. Love is literally how you engage with the environment around you. It ain't a fucking dozen roses and a box of chocolates, man. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's 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 literally like 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 if I was like, hey Zephyr, your your shirt looks green. And then Zephyr's like, I fucking hate green and stabs me to death. I acted lovingly. Yeah. It's an extreme what you example. Thought was, yeah. But like that was like like hey, there's nothing that was gonna change how I felt about your sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Like that's the re- love is truth. Yeah. And 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 the way to find truth is to act on the only things that you've understood for yourself. When you know that you've fully understood something for as, as, as in the best way that you can understand it, you act on that thing knowing that it's right. Yeah. And then, and that's why you can, that, that's when you find compassion for people who are so lost though. People who are acting on wrongful things mm-hmm. is because they are in this misguided sense of like, oh, well, the Bible says this what the and path that, is, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck. But they think that they've thought that. That's mm-hmm. the problem. They think that they came to that conclusion. No, someone else came to that conclusion for yeah, you, yeah. and they made it easy for you to decide what your action should be. Love is when you come to that conclusion for yourself, mm-hmm. 
and you make the justful decision to act on it, yes. regardless of the decision or regardless of the outcome. Man, that is fucking spot on. Take notes, kids. <laughs> <laughs> write that. Write yeah, that write that down. down. <laughs> Clip it. Yeah, fuck, dude. That's really good shit right there. What I want to know is. <clears throat> When did you guys start going gay for each other? I think when we met. Like, it was in the past couple of hours. You guys were just... 100%. What he said, I wrestle? Yeah. Would you like, say <laughs> that you Damn, two hands down. Yeah, fuck. Was like, would me, you baby. say that you two are in some way soulmates? I think that it's entirely possible. I think it's soulmates, <laughs> yeah. I think it's one of those things where <laughs> I guess we'll fucking see, you know? <laughs> It just, just turns into like a gay orgy where it's like all just like <laughs> tune in next That's week. What love is. Yeah. Just dicks in your throat, just quacking. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week and we'll get to the bottom of this, but no fuck, man. I'm gonna get to the bottom of it right now. Bomb these balls. <laughs> no, but like I really do think that that's what like love is, is like this. Because it, the thing about it that I like, think unconditional the 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 it's almost like unconditional is too saying unconditional pers- love is like too cliche. It's almost like the unconditional part doesn't need to be there. We not when you fully understand it, right? Like yeah. the un- the unconditional part is an implied part, but it's important to sp- speak about like people don't understand what the word unconditional means. Mm-hmm. They hear it and then they they they, ass- they it's like it's like when you like teach kids how to read based on context clues yeah they don't actually know what that word means they just know it points towards a direction so that's what unconditional is unconditional is just a word that people didn't really actually fucking ever learn what it means they just can point into the understanding of like oh it just means like you just don't care right like if if you ask people like what does unconditional mean define it it means there is no condition no matter what and then you're like okay well okay now you have to know a different word what does condition mean? Yeah. It means there is no behavioral or habitual, like, proposition being asserted onto a situation. Now you get into this really complex philosophical field. Yeah. When you start to break down words, it becomes harder and harder to understand what, like, they really well, are not talking to, about. Not to mention that loving someone might be, like, I might, this might be a pretty big stretch, but loving someone could totally be, like, smacking the shit out of them at yeah. the opportune moment. It, it, that literally could be it, you I know, think, given the like, situation. acting with, like, physical violence is a pretty big stretch. But, like, loving someone could, in the worst-case scenario, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like loving them as, like, a person. Yeah, I love you so much that I'm going to murder you. Well, that's so. Here's why that happens, though. That's not that's that's based on a conditional pretense that they weren't doing something that you expected from them. So people don't typically murder people if they do exactly what they want them to do. Yeah. So there's an intention. Well, yeah. But what if you're just what if you're what if you like got hit by a train and you're just mangled? that's a different thing. That's like, that's a much different thing than like just murdering somebody out of like exactly. But we're still talking about love. Well, now, yeah, now you're talking about compassion. You're like, I think I understand you well enough that you would rather me kill you and take you out of this life than you just be obliterated by a train and bleed out. Why, like, cry over your body? 
So if I can put you out, I'll put you out, and I'll do that right in the most respectful way. And 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 that's like, that's like on an extreme level because not many people are sure. ever going to experience that. Most part, love could be like this guy's too fucked up. I'm going to knock him out so he doesn't do anything too crazy. That's just love. Like I'm looking out for you. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's like man love. Yeah, it's yeah, like that's like I'm hey, going to help you not end up in jail tonight. Yeah. Maybe you know, and then like he wakes up, he's like. Made the right call. Yeah. I might have lost like a couple of years. I guess. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the, the point I'm getting to is that like the idea of love is so abstract that it could, it's literally almost, you could say based on a moment to moment. You're like, you're defining love on a moment to moment basis. If you t- say like, oh, yeah. punching this guy in the face is the most loving thing I could do right now. Well, yeah. Like, like, then here, here's what? The thing. Who's this? Like, you can't punch phrase. someone in the face when they wake up in the morning and say that's loving them. But why but would it, you do that? You're, so you gotta look at the intention behind the action. So if the intention was in the pure sense of like performing a task for the the here's the other tricky thing about love is like people who truly love other people know they know that they can't fully comprehend what the other people feel ever. You can never be that person. You can only act in a way that could make that person's day better. Yeah. Right? And if you're acting in a way that makes that person's day worse, you're doing that to either benefit yourself for some reason or for some other maladaptive like yeah. reason, right? Mm. Like you're, you're, you've, you have habits from your past that you haven't addressed yet, and that's yeah. and you don't even realize that you're hurting people. And then that's where love comes in to fix that. Love fixes that kind of shit. Like love is like, oh, let's put let's let's put a little bit of attention here, and think about like how this actually affects the situation. Am I, you know, not doing the laundry and telling this bitch to do the dishes because that's just what she's supposed to fucking do because that's what I think? Or if I think back and I like try to assess how my life has been, did my do that is that how i was raised is that why i just like that's what's making me think that yeah yeah like is that just like a thing that i picked up and i don't even know i have Mm -hmm. and then that's where love comes in to give you the insight the truth yeah the truth of the the most objective sense of the situation and then what what love presents you with is this dilemma love always presents you with a dilemma it says hey life isn't easy it's a sandbox right there is no right or wrong decision in the most objective truth of the situation. What are you going to do? Are you going to be what you think, what you've come to the decision? Tell that bitch to clean the fucking kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I that bitch don't get back I and love wash those you, dishes. bitch. Now do my goddamn dishes. Fuck, man. And, well, for some people, that's probably fine. Honestly, like some, <laughs> dude, I've talked to chicks who are like, I wish a man would just be more like a man, like traditionally. And like, they b- get bugged out by it. And like, I, I know girls at work who tell me that all the fucking time. Like, if you really talk and you sit down with a girl and, you, and, and you're not like trying to fuck this girl and you're just literally listening to what they have to say about their relationship. And you're just like, okay, so tell me how it is. Like, do you really want a man to like, kind of like, just like, just do shit and like, take care of you? And they're like, fuck. Yeah. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, everything in their biology is, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so I can, like, raise the kid and do all the other hard shit? Yeah. And it's, like, oh. So, like, you're okay with doing the dishes? Like, as long as I, like, keep bringing home money and, like, 
doing all this other stuff and like taking care of the, you know, like making sure the kids have like all this other like good, good shit and you have good shit and like everyone makes you like you look like you're good in the community. Like yes, yeah. Make me look good in the community. Make yeah. me look like I've done something good. I found a good man. Yeah. That's what they want. And it's not like, oh, you have to be an evil man who makes money. It's like, no, you have to be a good man who does good things for the community. And then, and by proxy, your family gets to benefit from your good standing. And if you're a really good man, you teach them how to do that themselves. Yeah. And so they're not working at doing it. It's just what they do. You yeah. Know, they it's just become a good second member hand. of the community. And that's, and that's the, love. Yeah. That's the only way to fucking get out of the mess that people are in nowadays. Because everybody's fucking hurting, you know? It just takes somebody that kind of understands that perspective. Like, dude, I get it. Like, I've done some bad shit. Like, and I'm one to speak. I've done a lot of bad shit in my life. But, you know, you kind of just come to grasp with, like, what is good, what's bad, and which side I'm going to pursue, you know? Because... It is easy to go on the bad side, you know. It is easy, and it's a lot more fun in a lot of ways, you know. But if you can kind of contain yourself to, like, I'm not saying, like, contain yourself where you're not, like, allowing yourself to be free, you know. Like, you're not going to be just that whipped guy who one day is going to snap and lose his fucking mind. Like, you still do things that you like. But then you're not doing it out of love. You're doing it out of the pretense that one day things will be different and I'll get what I deserve. Exactly. And that'll never fucking bring you what you think you deserve. You know, if you think you deserve anything, you're not going to get it. You know, it's just like, it's, it's weird. And Hemingway said this, there's no remedy to life. And he shot himself in the face. The guy had more money than anybody, you know, at the time. He was like a billionaire. Yeah, had all this. He was was so fucking rich for his time. Like, and and, in a time where you could do anything with that type of money. Oh, yeah. There's no social media. No one was talking about what you did. Yeah. If if they did, they're dead. Yeah. And no one gave a fuck. And all he did was fucking drink, get high on one thing or another, and then realize, this fucking sucks, you know? It's like, life is a very weird thing to balance, for sure. That's why I think it's important to fill it with fucking music and people that genuinely care, you know, about it's, you. It's you almost know? like a survival game. It's like, you yeah. see how long you can last. Like, you're not going to last forever. But, like, just... You ever played Fortnite before? Best. It's literally Fortnite, but a couple less guns and you don't I build as much. I've been contemplating getting into VR Fortnite. That actually kind of sounds fun. I don't play video games at I all, get a VR but I have... Dude, I want to. I've been thinking about because you have so much space here. I want to bring like my VR shit here, but I, I'm like, I'm yeah, super, I'm super basic right now. I just have the Oculus, but I at you have some, an Oculus. Yeah. I How many times have you jacked off with it? Dude, the day I got it, <laughs> I yeah. jacked off twice. Dude, I swear, like, if you go on Pornhub too, you'll find the best video ever. You know, you like go on it where you can <laughs> see, like, you know, it's like, dude, high quality. Good, you click on it, it's VR, and then there's two of them, and you're like, fuck, yeah, it's all right, I gotta yeah. get out of that, and you go to another one. Dude. You're like looking around, like, it actually yeah, is fuck, like, dude. even, it's actually kind of uh, platform dependent. Like, I I have the Oculus Quest 2, and like some of the VR, doesn't matter. It, it looks like you're, it looks like you're watching like a 1980s porn 
like, like yeah. it's all blurry. Like it's like away from you. Ten it's, total it actually, pixels. It looks like you're in a like like you're looking at it with a fisheye lens. Yeah, yeah. You're like it all. It, her pussy gets weird. It's if all it just touches matched. the edge. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, bro. <laughs> bro, that's just wild. like warps into a black hole. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Man, that fucking virtual yes, reality shit. off within like. Within the few hours that it came to my doorstep, how could you I not? Dude, the minute, like the only thing I'd be thinking about is like I, I have to. I jerked off to yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I jerked off knowing that it was sitting on my doorstep. I went, was yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> That's so legendary. I gotta prepare for this VR shit. <laughs> gotta get ready. I don't want to be an amateur up in this space. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> no, you know what I realized. They have like the VR porn has gone like it's gone to the it's already like all the things that you the next level the all the things that you think that porn did well in regular space already is happening in VR space. What do you mean? Like, can you touch things? Can you grab titties and they move? Yeah, yeah. There, there are VR porn games. Where it's like, I bet those are way better than real porn. Big time. It's the, I don't know. You also have to allow yourself to get into it too, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, these are real titties. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to grab them like they're real titties, you know. But you're not really grabbing. You're just, it's the controller. Well, here's the creepy thing, right? It's like, we've we've all seen the Black Mirrors and at least heard about Black Mirror and like how crazy. Black Mirror is fucking awesome. I love that shit. So there's technology like Neuralink. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where you're going to have this processor in your brain that's able to, like, directly interface with your percept of reality. The same way, like, mushrooms do or anything else does. Yeah. But on a... M- on, on a... Oh, on an amount of, like, Pathetic. refined control that is unimaginable. Yeah. Fine-tuned to the the pixel of your brain. Like, whatever that is. Yeah. And they're going to be able to... Not, like, here's the creepy thing about controlling the percept from within. So, like, right now we have percept control from outside. Mm-hmm. You have outside things telling you how your inside state needs to view these things. That's what VR is. That's why you have to strap the goggles to your face and you look around. You have to, you have to use your fucking head to, like, move and shit. Mm-hmm. When you have, like, a Neuralink on, that shit's, there's no moving around. You could literally just zombify, stay put. And it right on the couch, this the it, it, it the it'll be like dreaming, right? The only the only thing that's like even mappable to what we understand and experience is dreaming, like a full, uh, sentient, like completely aware dream, where, like in dreams, reality doesn't actually work the way it normally does. Like you can do things that don't make sense. You can yeah. travel amongst like periods of time, and like you can open a door, and there's like more space inside this room than is possible mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Now imagine that, but without like the weird fogginess of like a dream state, no bounds. Yeah. 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 With a clarity of like reality and, and, and you are doing these things in your brain. You could literally become an ethereal like plane of existence and have a whole universe exist on top of you. That's like you trippy shit to get into, bro. Yeah. Fucking. You can have dragons, fucking apes, fucking unimaginable creatures, fucking er- all on the same plane, and you can feel and experience every 
fucking pixel of it. Yeah. And would you ever want to leave that? I don't know if you even knew if you could. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's like... Ooh, that's a good question. Like, is even... What does it even mean to be like, oh, I don't want that anymore? Yeah, I'm going to snap out of this. Like... Yeah. Do you... Ca- are you even capable of that thought? Because, like, what if right now we're in that exact same scenario in a way... Dude, that's, like, trippy shit to think no. about. But it's like... But, like... No. But how no. would you? But... No. Look, but, like, no, for no. real, though, like, how the fuck would you be able to snap yourself out of that, you know? Like, unless there's just always, like, the on-off switch, it like, in the peripheral. It doesn't matter because you'll like, never know if you're out of it. Yeah. So you have to take on this, like, Buddhist sort of approach. So this is where I think I got really freaked out on on, on, on doing a dab hit. Is like, okay, I went to hell. And hell is essentially a place where you're just deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is just <laughs> deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Very misfortunate. Not good. <laughs> and and it's forever. Oh, yeah. And it's persistent. And, and even the thought of things going better means, oh, no, no, no. That's just a trick to make you feel like you got out of hell. But welcome back. How much worse does it feel to come back to hell? Yeah. So it doesn't matter how far you get away. Dragging you back in is always the most, like, glamorous part of it. Because then you're like, fuck, I'm here again? Yeah. There is no escape. But that was so good, and now, yeah. yeah. It's like Sisyphus. You roll the boulder so far up this hill. You're going to get to the top. You can maybe... I feel like you're making hell sound way better than it actually is. Mm, The suffering. Mm. Buddhism 101. The the fucking morbid discomfort of of living in this this fractalized (laughs) potential of just despair. Just this reeling from every fucking mistake you've ever made fractally looking at every possibility, the infinite possibility as you approach these these asymptotes of existence knowing that you didn't make the right call and you fall deeper and deeper and deeper in every time. So that's what it was like getting on a dab hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck. That's funny because I'm about, I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking <laughs> do a dab, bro. Yeah. I'm going to smoke a dab and go to bed, man. I love hell. I love that shit, man. (laughs) And so the thing that I've realized from that is it it doesn't matter. So, like, hell only exists when you're like, yeah, I'm in hell. It's it's the, the, once you accept, you're like, yeah, I guess this is the state of it then. Mm -hmm. Then hell becomes normal. (laughs) No, things are bad. And you're like, things are kind of fine. Yeah. Just in my apartment, but you could die. You could die. Yeah, well, but I'm not dead yeah. now. <laughs> but you, you could, but not right now. But you soon. <laughs> See that like, you, you keep saying the soon thing, and I kind of believe you, but I'm kind of also hungry, and I have ramen, yeah, and I have this other shit that I can do, and that's when you start to gain your humanity again. Yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing that this state of hell tries to keep from you is your. Your existence, your your ability to move around, and and it, let's say like all of that's taken away from you. Maybe you're armless, limbless, senseless. You're born into to a dark ether of existence where you don't even know if you're alive or dead. You don't even know what those words mean because no one's ever spoken words to you before. Mm-hmm. What is that, bro? This is this is straight up Buddhism one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Number one, all life is suffering, right? The direct cause of life is birth. What causes birth? Lust. So like lots of Buddhists, they don't have sex because they know that if I have sex, I will create life. 
And this life will grow up to realize that everything fucking sucks. And they will become into this. But the Buddhist mindset is all life is suffering. But with control, you can make that suffering become the answer. And that's what enlightenment essentially is, right? Whenever you accept it to the point where it becomes like the good thing and just understanding that that's a possibility and you have ultimate freedom, you know? Just like the psychopath, it's like, I don't care if you throw me in a jail cell. I'm doing what I'm doing right now. It's the same thing. They have ultimate freedom, you know? Like, they literally, that's the thing. But but how do you control that in a way that helps other beings prosper? And that's where you get into bodhisattvas. A bodhisattva is somebody who has not only achieved that enlightenment and able to go on to like the, but they stick around in the hell or life, whatever, the suffering to help other suffering beings to let you know like, yo, there's actually a way out. I'm not going to tell you it, but there is, you know, that, and that's the crazy, it's a huge like kind of paradox it's, in itself. But, and that, that's the thing about the Bodhisattva is like you can say, you can give people direct instruction, like whatever you did, you can say, hey, follow path one, two, three, and you'll get out of hell. Problem with that is everyone's an individual. Yeah. And in this type of framework, it doesn't matter what someone did before. You have to find it for yourself. Yeah, that path. And is that's for like your the whole thing with alone. like the Eightfold Path and everything like that. It's like if you see a Buddha on the Eightfold Path, you kill it. Because you, you're not enlightened. If yeah. you think you're in Nirvana, no. Not the minute you <laughs> think you're in Nirvana is the minute you're not in Nirvana and you need to start questioning again. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah. And it's anybody not like who's reading anybody who's reading this podcast right now, go watch Siddhartha by Herman Hess. Go anybody who's reading the podcast, go watch Siddhartha. Anybody who's watching this podcast, go read Siddhartha by Herman Hess. No, I like the way you said it before because it was actually pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's brilliant, yeah. Fuck, dude. But no, like that's the thing, is like you can't People want to know how to get out. It's like I can give you in a, in a in in a uh, like a framework of what I did, but you need that's this is what Nietzsche talked about too. This is why nihilism and Buddhism are like virtually the same thing, and, and it's because like you said, like the Buddhists who don't interpret all of the Buddhist myth, like the whole message mm-hmm. get stuck in this thing. Where it's like I can't fuck anybody. Yeah. I have to just be this. Thing that sits like this that and sucks. tries to not suffer yeah. and have to be and some people want to take on that challenge for their life. That's fine, but but that's I, that's not what the Buddha Buddha was talking about. The Buddha was like, no, dude, like that's what you think you have to do to beat the suffering. It's like yeah. no, you can you can kind of just ex- experience life and everything that's in it, mm-hmm. but you you need to understand that. I lost what I was gonna say. No, no, you're good, dude. That's <laughs> that, 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 and that's why there's no answer. We are sober. The yeah, came down. I was like, snap back. I yeah, hit my head. He's like, don't you fucking give the. And and that's what it's like to. That's what it's like to take acid. The for you is kids not at home. To. <laughs> yeah, right as soon as you get to the cosmic answer, who it slips away and it just keeps. Fuck, where was I? Yeah, dude, that is, that's spot on, man. <laughs> that really is. No, but it, it is one of those things where it's like, hey, dude, like, what are, like, w- you're, even someone who, like, tries to tell you, it, it, it's like this, um, there's, like, this, like, parable or whatever it's called, where 
this Buddha master is like teaching, and he's like, you've become a very good student. You know everything that I know, but you're not complete. And he's like, why? I know everything you know. And he's like, that is precisely the problem. You yeah. agree with everything I say. And he's like, I don't understand. Yeah. And he's like, you literally are a copy of me. He's like, exactly. I've done everything that you've done. What is el- What else is there to do? And it's like the last thing you have to do is disagree. Yeah. And he just couldn't get it. He's like, I don't understand. I don't know what the fuck you mean. Like, you're crazy. And he's like, I know. <laughs> Keep going that way. Yeah, Keep right? thinking I'm crazy because you're not going to find what you need through me. You're only going to find it through yourself. Yeah. I told you before this at work, I had a guy who was a Buddha dude, and I asked him a question like, you know, what I was thinking, like, if I get the answer out of him, that's the answer, you know. And he, he just said, like, I'll, I'll make up a scenario like, dude, my girlfriend cheated on me. What do I do to get out of this okay? And this guy literally told me, he was like, make your mind a fucking wall. And that's it. Like, he didn't say anything else. Like, literally, <laughs> he's like, make your mind a fucking wall. Super Buddha guy. Who knows what the fuck he's doing nowadays, but... That's kind of the part of it, too. But he's like, make your mind a fucking wall. And that, like, resonated with me because that's the cool thing. It's poetic because, like, you know, somebody might take that completely different yeah. than how I took it. I took it as, like, fuck, that makes so much sense. I'm just going to not think about it. Like, I'm not going to think about it like that answer needs to be or that question yeah. needs to be answered. Like, I think the, um, the important thing about that, that it's so hard to even wrap your head around it. The important thing about answers like that is that it's not going to be the same answer every time. No, yeah. Like, the answer was, the answer to whatever you were looking for was that answer in that specific moment. It's not this, like, even the next day, it would have been a different answer. Just like when you take a step foot in Truckee River, it's not the same step you took in five seconds ago. Yeah. It's constantly moving. The mechanism is always changing and adapting, and you need to understand that that's the case and that your mission is not over, ever. You know, you're, you'll never actually find the answer. It's just the pursuit of what that answer is, is. You'll get there because you find so much peace in trying to, like, pinpoint it. And when you chase, not, not go crazy chasing that, but just in the pursuit of whatever it is, you well, know? You get to build what. Exactly. That's what people don't realize. Is it's Buddhism is a, a process of construction, mm-hmm. not a process of detection. Yeah, they're yeah. not trying to find anything. There's nothing to find. Yeah, if you go looking, you will find nothing. Yeah, you will only find wrong answers. The you, you, the only thing you could ever do in Buddhism is build for yourself, mm-hmm. and and that's the whole philosophy to begin with. Is like, hey, if you don't think and we'll destroy, well. Deconstruct. There's two. There's always Th- two sides to any to coin. If you can build something, you can destroy it. Because you can't destroy, you take a piece from it, and so that means that I took this piece and he gains this piece, but I took that piece and he takes. So like the mega, it literally is wait, just going to continually go. Wait, but here's a really important question: Can you? Can I fuck it? Yes. <laughs> Twice now and once in the shower. <laughs> I don't care how many screws it takes. Yeah, fuck. I don't care if it takes fucking 18 millimeter sockets or <laughs> my 10 millimeter Phillips screwdrivers. If I can, 
I'm sorry. That's but but that's it is interesting. I don't And that's that's a Buddha thing to say is to just can I fuck it? That's exactly what a Buddha would say too, because in the pursuit of trying it to find the answer, of, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like But can we fuck it? Yeah. Because like, you, you take right? it too like what like no, I don't know. Maybe we'll, I think we gotta think about it. It's like, but we should fuck it. Yeah, and that's exactly what literally, literally just literally fuck do. it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. This is a yeah. fucking sweet ass. What a good night. Yeah, and I was These in conversations it. are beautiful. I really Facts, enjoy. Yeah. yeah, this is so cool. I was in a hospital a couple hours ago seeing old coworker okay. Dave. You know, and then who I never would have if you would have asked me three hours ago, "What are you doing tonight?" This ain't fucking it. I would have <laughs> no idea that it would have come into this, man. Fuck. We talked for like two hours about MMA. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Now bro. we're talking about like literally the philosophy of like Buddhism and, and life. and Yeah. Like, yeah. And I've only like, seen it. deep into it. Right? This like, is like a deep part of Buddhism that people it really, is. really get to. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, and it always makes people like, oh, that sounds like nonsense. It's like not nonsense. I mean, it's the same thing as like, Anybody in any religion, anybody who believes in anything, it's like you're always going to kind of go back to, like, the serpent eating its own tail, you know? It's like, fuck, I was just here, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about now. And then it's like, now I'm 28, now I'm, holy shit, I'm 60. And it's like, you know, I think that you have to be in pursuit of the answer. You have to be in pursuit of it, but, like, subconsciously, you know? Like... Yeah, the realizing that you're 60 part is as a matter of just not paying attention. Yeah. You're constantly daydreaming about these things that don't. And I'm the biggest victim of that. Like, I constantly think, like, oh, dude, I'm 27. I, I still feel 17. Yeah. Like, people, like, if you ask me, they're like, when did you go to high school? I was like, yesterday? two years ago? Yeah, yeah I was like, like fuck, what? that was not long <laughs> ago. Yeah, fuck. Like, I guess it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> 20 fucking seven years old. <laughs> I'm almost... Dude, being 30 is crazy, right? And and I think a lot of what the complexity that Buddhism doesn't speak on, um, just because it's one, it's one of those paths that you have to speak on for yourself as an individual, is as you get older, there are demands and situations that you put yourself in life where these types of concepts kind of get eroded and aren't, aren't useful for the habitual behavior that you have to engage mm-hmm. in. When you have to go to a, a job every day and you have to do uh, monotonous work for eight hours a day just to survive, yeah, you you become detracted from what it even means to like live and be mm. a part of like a society because none of this shit and like it's it's so far removed from the actual like our psychology isn't set up for us to understand like oh well in some really really tiny way given a long feedback loop of like, things, you are contributing back to this whole thing called society. Mm-hmm. Where if I woke up and I had to like go hunt a deer to eat today, holy fuck, like no shit. <laughs> like, right. There, I, I could wake up with no information in my fucking brain and, and not know anything about like anything. And I'd be like, oh, that thing over there, I have to kill that. Yeah. To eat. The oh, code, yeah. There's these other things that are around me. They also need to eat, and they don't seem like they can actually kill that thing. So maybe I need to kill a bigger thing, and then we can feed all of them. Yeah. That's literally the f- fucking most fundamental part of our biology. Yeah. But when you're like, yeah, you need to go 
put papers in his printer for fucking eight hours. Yeah. And then you need to, like, also not save any money. Right, and yeah. And be constantly stressed out about how, like, you're going to, like, eat next month. Or yeah. Feed, you're like, I can't even, I'm a single white guy living in America with my own, a fuck, like my own fucking two-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine what what a, a person who has a whole-ass family yeah. has to at feel like it. Yeah. I'm 27. Like yeah. I've, I've have enough years to like kind of think back and like I've I've work experience. I, I work in a laboratory. Like I'm I'm well off and I'm still struggling. Yeah, I can't imagine the struggle of someone who's like, yeah, I have six kids. I'm 18 and I don't. I, I've only worked at McDonald's. So yeah, I, I make fucking six nothing. kids. I'm not even a me- and he's 18. Yeah, he's Mexican. He uh, fucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's only one. Pull out a nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why everybody should get a good group of friends, fall in love with a band like the Grateful Dead, or fall in love with an artist, somebody that makes you look at what they've done and go, you know, it ain't that bad. And then eat good food and just fucking fuck good people. Yeah. You know? Fuck good people. Take notes. That's a good shirt. Everybody, fuck good people. <laughs> Eat good food, fuck good people. Take notes. That could be taken, like, that could be taken a couple. At least Take it however you need ways. it to be, man. <laughs> fuck. That could be taken at least two different ways. Yeah. Good fruit. Fuck good fruit. <laughs> fuck, fuck good, good fruit. fruit. Eat good people, fuck yeah. good fruit. <laughs> Eat good people, fuck good fruit. And yeah. that's the title of this podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah, that's a that good is fucking legendary. Yeah, let's wrap this shit up. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for yeah. joining us. Thank Take you. Up. Hey, thanks thank for you, Salsa and, uh, and uh, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. Like yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, and I will also say, I am JD Jacob de Salsa. That's, oh, me. that's me. I was on my Twitch over oh, here. Oh, you said that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, people will watch this podcast. <laughs> this this, this sort of stuff is just as important as History 101, you know, in fucking sixth grade. But I would like to give a huge shout-out to Zef. How do I say your name again? Araya. Araya. I don't, I don't want to fuck that up. Araya and Zef. Shout-out to Araya and Zef. This is a night that... Not only has it ingrained itself in my path forever, but what a fucking cool night, you know? I can't even imagine this though. Shout I'm, out! Imagine my dick is pretty a, hard a right now. So. Mine's so hard it's going the back way. <laughs> Wait, what's, the, what's the catchphrase again? Fuck good fruit, or eat yeah. eat, eat good, good people. people. <laughs> fuck good fruit. <laughs>